All right, so, so we're. Just hit that mic there for a second. Uh, just hit the record button. No, you don't need to hit the record button actually. Just hit it. Uh, you don't need to just it was tap it, but it's fine. I can see that it was working straight away. Right. So, Frank, Frank, come on, man. That means we're live. Oh, we're live now. Actually live. Well, we were live there a second ago. Now, I, I, I think we're live. Okay. I could go on YouTube to confirm that. Well, I? I don't know. Well, maybe you should, because then otherwise we're going to sit here for an hour and a half chatting. Yeah. <laughs> but the good thing, we don't really need to, we can kind of keep going as long as we want to, as long as we're enjoying it. So if I just go on here. Yeah, man. Onto my channel. Authentic, 100%. Okay, so there is something happening there now. All right, yeah. <laughs> Lovely. So we can look at ourselves here. But slightly behind. I'd say slightly behind. But That's it's not, what it I looked like 15 it's seconds ago. It's not bad quality, is it? No, it's very good quality. Is that a new camera? No, same camera. Um, you have to do that thing every half an hour where you reload it. Yeah, so we need to remember that. that It cuts out every 30... Because it's not meant to be used for something like this. But everyone uses it for something like this, right? Uh, You see, I'd say... Who who do you mean everyone does? Well, I've seen loads of podcasts where people are like, hold on, and they get up every... Well, so that means it's not set up for it. So it's like 450 quid. If you were to buy one that it was... Jailbreak. I think you can jailbreak them where you don't have this thing. Where well, that's what out. I was thinking. Is there no setting for it? Yeah, there's a bit of software, but I looked at it and I thought, no, it's yeah. well, no, it's not that. It's that. It's, it's not just, money. It's beyond my capability to try and figure it out. Ah, right. So you'd have to hire someone to come in just to fix it and so on. Oh well, you could, I think you can download a patch and shit like that. But even right. the word patch doesn't mean fucking anything to me. Like <laughs> I, can't, I just went onto one of those forums saying, is there any way you can figure this out that it doesn't cut out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. yeah, yeah. 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 Um, well, I suppose you could do anything from YouTube. You just YouTube it. You'll be able to figure out a way to fix anything. But it's just about the time and the effort, right? Well, you probably could. I actually probably should look into it because it is going to be a pin who to remember it, or should I set a timer and then wondering whether it's thirty minutes or whatever? Yeah, will you get a little beep 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 then in the middle of the like juicy bit of information? Some gold. That yeah, we, yeah. That more than likely we will. And I out. open the door and beep 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 beep. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> 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 yeah, it's funny. So this is like we have. Uh, I I had done twenty five recorded ones, and you right. were no, you were number two. I was number two. Yeah, yeah. number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a lot. So this is the yeah, first live amazing. one ever. So is this going to be a continuous sort of thing? Live? I don't know. Yeah, we're just playing it by. Well, I just think you. to be honest with you, uh, I think that uh, I might close the windows just for the sound effects. Sound. Um, yeah, okay, I think that can we take off our tops then that'd be lovely this is quite warm um, I'm not intermitting oh, actually there's probably a way to do this that we can let air in is there but it still be sound ah, no, um, leave it. but uh, you see I, I kind of think I made not that I made a mistake but you see this typical uh, I did the podcast and then I started going and I really enjoyed doing them with the Lexi View and mm. Alan and some friends and a few of them that I'd met but then I ended up doing them with uh 
people. People that I, I don't know why I kind of went outside of my friends. Because you were looking for like interesting and unique people, was that it? Or a specific subject matter. Well, maybe I was looking that oh, this person might help the channel grow. Or yeah, maybe, yeah. Well, man, that's you have to do that. Well, I know you do, but and you see, it's such a lottery. This thing, I think that if you can somehow, and I, I know, you see, it's the thing that I've, I've kept saying: if we can enjoy doing it, say, you say, you say, I won't mind doing a podcast. Yeah. Or I was saying to him this morning that we would do, and and he was saying, well, sure, let's just give it a go for three or four times and yeah. see. See, but do we enjoy doing it? Do you know and, what? I, and live, at least, is more. There's no hiding in yeah. the live. No, not that I cut anything. Well, the, the, I've been watching uh, Tiger Valley. Now I don't even know why I watch this. It's a, it's a lunatic podcast, but it's like this old. There's a comedian called Bobby Lee. Okay. Old uh, Asian comedian, Asian American comedian, and they just get on and they just talk, and it yeah. could just go anywhere. And it's yeah. not like every time they get on, they're like, "This is a specific subject matter." Yeah. But because it's so improvised and blah, 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 then it's actually really entertaining and refreshing instead of like every time you put on a podcast and say, this is what we're going to talk about. This is the special subject. Yeah. You know, but the thing is with those things, I suppose with Tiger Rally, you have to just keep going and going and going and going to build a base. Well, you I have suppose, to keep going if you want to keep going. Like I yeah. kind of just felt the draw uh, to do it. And then Emmett had said to me, we should go for live. And then... Yeah. I was out running and I was thinking about the ones that I enjoyed the most and then yeah. I sent you a message and and now we're here and now we're here yeah <laughs> and it's well, Tuesday and it's Tuesday it yeah. is Tuesday and mm. I've actually I've actually had been crazy busy up until this point so it's great now I have like a mm. whole, like well there was kind of half talk with meeting up a few times and then yeah yeah I've been sort of back and forth it's a weird year for me now weird year but uh, so I kind of all plateaued right at the moment which is nice was Oh, you mean work has so have you work has plateaued a little bit because I mean yeah I've two or three different jobs on the run so they're kind of quiet this week but you know next week could be crazy it's events for corporates so I okay. could just get a phone call and be like actually we have two gigs next week so yeah but while I have the time off I'm just painting the kitchen and are you studying loads of fun yeah I am but I'm on holiday at the moment so okay. I study part time so I study from October till um, well the end of May so the job uh, finished the last week of in the first week of June, I should say. And you like it's happening. You're going to complete year one and pass year one. The exam. Yeah, well, I'm just waiting on my results okay. now, which should come through in the next couple of weeks, and then that yeah. should be no bother. I mean, to, in reality, I should have got a one one this semester, but right. I had some issues that I had to deal with at the beginning of the year, right? And that affected one of my papers, and I had a really low uh, score in it. Well, Compared, one is impressive. Yeah, so I, I think I get a two one, you know. Yeah. But I wanted a one one. And psychology. Psychology. Yeah, yeah. And it's just the basics. So it's like, and in reality, it was only a half a year that I did. So I did a half a year, and then I'll do another half a year this year, right. and then the following two years I'll do full time. Full time. And so how many years is it? Four years in total. Oh, that'll make it four years in total. Yeah. And, and what, then and what will you be? Well, then I would just have a degree in psychology. So then after okay. that, what I'd have to do is I'll have to do a doctor or a master's in psychology. Mm-hmm. And then during the master's, I'll probably work as a counsellor part-time, which I'll be able to get from my psychology degree. And then I'll have to do at least two years of experience before going to do the doctorate, which is two years. Wow. Yeah. So That's the, the long-term plan. But to be honest, now, 
to be smart, I'm not looking any further than four years, which is getting the degree. Yeah. Once I have the degree, then I'll plan for the next four years after that. Or as I get closer to it. It's a bit thing to go and do that, I think. What, to get my degree again? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it'll be nice. It'll yeah. be a change. Life is weird. I told my agent that I no longer want to work with him this year. You know that way? So I like, I, I gave up on acting. Although he does wow. give me a call every now and then going, there's an advert for a lot of money. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'll go for that. Because <laughs> advertisements, I'll never stop doing that. And so what is it? You just can't be arsed going for... Uh, I can't be arsed going for TV. I can't be arsed going for theatre. I can't be arsed doing any of that. Auditioning? I uh, yeah. I, well, I was always very anxious during auditions. But it's not just that. It's just I don't feel the love, dude. Mm. I don't feel the love anymore. I do feel I still am artistic. I mean, that doesn't stop. Yeah. Like, I still write in my head every day, and I still, you know. Write in your head every day? Yeah, like st uh, stories and situations okay. constantly. I mean, that's basically how I live. I live in a dream world, so I think I should, like, create it into a reality, you know. That? <laughs> do you think everybody lives in a dream world? What do you mean I a dream world? Like, you live in your in imagination. And what is, do you have ideal imaginations of things like, of, you yeah. know, scenarios and things? Yeah, and different stories that I could write. I mean, if I was able to write every story that popped into my head, I should just do it. But I, I don't, you know. But like, uh, very a, mil though, a million stories a minute. Yeah. It's very difficult to stay with a story and love it all the way to the end. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you've written, you've written a novel. I have, yeah. You stayed with that to the end. And I've tried, but I've tried, to, I've tried ten times, or not ten times, but I've tried a huge amount of times. That doesn't since. matter. You're I, supposed to fail loads, right? Yeah. I mean, I you suppose. completed a novel. I did complete a novel, it's yeah. sitting there on the bookshelf. Right? Yeah, there's a few copies that, That's there, pretty yeah. amazing, right? It is, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I don't kind of look at it that way. I wish yeah. I could go, or I, I just think, oh, maybe I fucked up the novel, and maybe I, maybe I should have just gone. In my mind, mm. the original idea was one way, and then I, I kind of... I didn't feel that was what I wanted to do, you see, because mm. I wanted to be interested all the time writing the book. Yeah. And then when I knew what way it was going to turn out, I started to doubt it and doubt it. And then it changed. And that, yeah. yeah, well, change is good, though. But it's weird because I'm sitting here saying to you, like, oh, come on, you should be so proud of that. But if I was in your shoes, I'd probably yeah. be thinking the same way. Like, you know, like I've written plays and I've written movies. Yeah, and I was yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll just leave them over there. They're, they're fine. I've written them. I've achieved that. But I'll just leave it in this box. Yeah, well, there. what do you think the thing is that you, you, we go, oh, I'm delighted with that now. Like, I had a short story published. Mm. Now, I'm delighted with that. Right. Because I, that's actually that there. You see that one? You see oh. the book above the biology of belief, the way of the shadows. You see yeah. that? This. In a short story, so I have a book in. The, I have a short story that was out of four thousand. Mine was one of fifty. No way. Now I was dead proud about that. That is something to be proud of. Yeah. But that's because it was almost well, like somebody validated it to say to me, "Oh no, that's a well good story. done." Yeah, you I'm good. a good laddie. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, a little pat in the back. But you yeah. see, that's but, the thing, though, isn't it? About making it, is it? Do you ever feel like, oh? What's this thing up? I need well, to make then, it. And then what's this okay. uh, final stamp? Okay, you can write now. You're a writer. Work away. And you're That's not crippled why I quit by acting. That's why I quit acting as well. Go on. Because no matter what you achieve in acting, there's all, you're, you're always back to ground zero. Mm -hmm. All right, say if I did a Hollywood film tomorrow. Yeah. And I finished filming the Hollywood film, uh, let's say, the end of September. Mm. From the day that film finishes, I have no job. Yeah. I am redundant again. Yeah. Okay, the movie's going to come out and I might need to do a bit of advertising, but I'm redundant till I find a new job. Yeah. And in acting, that is 
always the case. Mm. So you get a big theatre role, as soon as the theatre role ends, your money ends and your career is on hold until you get your next job. And there's the downer, apparently. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah well, there is downer, that. Yeah. Well, that's why they say, like, uh, rock and rollers uh, do loads of drugs. Because after the concerts and after the tour, then they get home and they have three months where they're just doing nothing and they're just sitting at home. After, like, two nights before, they're in front of 8,000 people screaming their name. It was peak experience, I suppose, isn't yeah, it? And then yeah. coming down after peak experience. But yeah. sorry, you were saying that's why... So that's kind of with the, acting, yeah. With the nothingness afterwards. The nothingness afterwards and like you're constantly going to be chasing your tail. I mean, I know that you're doing that in life anyway. Mm. But like within other careers or say within psychology or something like that, you could still make a base where you're making enough money to survive mm. and then be developing yourself on top of that, right? Yeah. Which is which is why you should be doing all the time, right? Development. You do need that fucking crew. That was one of the reasons, I suppose. Maybe mm. you do. You do need that creative output. So say I'm back doing a bit of uh, consultancy and marketing work. I felt the craving of oh well, I need a bit of free freedom stuff. I need a bit of yeah. some sort of creative venture or yeah. some whatever the fuck that outlay is. I just need it. Yeah. I feel myself almost starting to kind of oh panic almost. Is this. You know, I need maybe write a movie or do something yeah. again where there's some sort of feeling that there's a, uh, an output. Yeah, I don't well, know what that's the fuck why it you is. do this, isn't it? As well, I suppose. Is this a creative output in the same way? Well, it's putting yourself out there, I suppose. Isn't yeah, it? a well, little like, bit. The but thing is, the thing is, we would be talking like this if we were sitting in the kitchen. Yeah, we would. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, like literally, we were just downstairs and we started having a conversation. Like, stop yeah. talking. Yeah, let's get upstairs. So, I suppose this isn't really creative. It's more just. But I suppose it, it, what I, I do think about it is that it, the creative side of it is being, if you can somehow be true to yourself in the sense of you know what I mean that's kind of analysing it too much but say in this for, in this forum yeah, the only thing that can be totally original and I think it's the same in art and all creative venture the only real thing you have is yourself not your pretend self or your fucking just the way you are you bring yeah. to the table and so if you bring yourself to the table in your artistic venture whether it's music or film or acting like I mean they say in acting the best acting is not to act yeah almost it's just to be just to be mm. and I think in something like this that if you, somehow you can manage that if you can somehow manage to be a little bit at peace with the idea of yeah that you're not trying to fucking pretend that, that suddenly mm. the ca- they disappear the, you know the microphone disappears and then it is just like it is downstairs and the banter is just the same yeah, and it's the and total free, conversation. conversation yeah you see it's interesting it's interesting about just bringing yourself. I was saying it to Ray Kudahi, who we've had on here, I think uh, just yeah. two years ago. I, was like, I believe that the way to make it nowadays is through honesty. Yeah. Like just with the way the world is at the moment. Yeah. It's like those people who are fake news, it's terrible, right? Donald Trump has given us a new language. Yeah. But those people who are out there trying to be so, I'm trying to be this actor, I'm trying to be this blah, 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 there. Yeah. People are seeing the fakeness in that now. Mm. Well, in the past, like the last 30 years or so, that's how you got up there. You had to be the, play the game and blah, blah, blah. But now because of YouTube and stuff like that, like have you seen that guy Hobo Johnson? Sorry. Have we clicked off? There is a noise. we've clicked off. Oh, it's an alarm. No, it's, my, it's not. It's my, um, it's my mate, Kenneth. Oh, Ken. <laughs> I do like Ken. Have you met Ken? Do I know Kenneth? No. Do I not? No. That's a different Ken, is it? It's a different Ken, yeah. Right. Kenneth. 
Kenneth. Oh, Kenneth. Kenneth. Uh, Kenneth. Um, but um, I've noticed, so like it's the people who are purely honest, like in these sort of conversations, who are yeah. doing well. Like have you heard of a guy called Hobo Johnson? No. This is like a young guy from Sacramento who just started putting his songs up on the internet. Now he's got a world tour and stuff like that. Wow. But he just completely is honest about how his mother left the family and all of that sort of stuff. So, And I think it's his bare honesty that has made mm. him like propel so quickly upwards. Because yeah. people, it's also like, when I watch that tiger belly thing, I was thinking this today, there's, the, the guy, Bobby, has obviously got serious issues. Like he doesn't sleep at night and mm. he, you know, he's got a lot of issues, right? And it's kind of that car crash honesty, you know, that way where yeah. it's like, this guy is telling us exactly who he is and it's kind of pathetic almost to a degree. And that's why I watch it because mm. this guy here, his honesty, and he's being his real self, which very few people are, but it's kind of pathetic. And so I can look at that and go, well, my life is good. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? And, that's and kind I, of like EastEnders or something. Yeah. Really, yeah and I've kind of noticed this. But so there's that, uh, so it's a dual thing. I don't know. I'm just thinking of this now, you know. Uh, so you have the honesty, which is great. Yeah. But then you also have the honesty so much that we can go, oh, well, he can be that honest because then I don't have to, you know, right? Because if I show but that's my fu- cards, It's funny as well, like, how honest do you go? Like, do you kind exactly. of, or do you kind of, do you totally freewheeler? Like, I did a podcast with um, Joe Rooney and yeah. on his, it was his podcast. And right. I was kind of in one of those moods where I was just fucking totally effing and blinding and freewheeling. I was in bad form and yeah. I just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And then at the end of it, I was going, oh, fuck, like, you know, the reality is that if you are putting yourself out there and you, you are, do you want to be perceived as this? And like, I was just overanalyzing it because yeah. I listened back to it and went, ah, here. But you see, I, start, I started talking about psychedelics at the end. Right. And then I started saying with kids, 19, 20 year old, they should all just run out into the field and have <laughs> loads of sex and take loads of drugs. Cause that's what you should do when you're 20. And then I thought afterwards going, oh. That's totally irresponsible. And it was all this. Yeah. And then I just thought, oh, oh, shut the fuck up. Like, either go and do this. And because the joy of doing this thing is the freewheeling. Yeah. Is the, is the feeling that, well, this is who I am. Yeah. And fucking take it or leave it. But it's more so about ex- yourself accepting yourself. If that makes sense. That you're yeah. kind of okay with, this is the lunatic. This is the thing that is. You know, because you, you kind of fix in your mind, well, you should be a certain way. And then you go on, you do something like this and you see yourself and you go, oh, fuck yeah. No, no, that's not the way I want to be. I want to be this way or that way. And it, then it becomes it. A, a, a load well, of bullshit then. I had that from uh, when we were doing Go Live. Like, I always mm. felt like I was being too, all right, I have to be intellectual. and Oh, you this were great, is, though. This is how I am. You know, I thought way. you were, all, you, everybody said you were a fucking total oh, nutter. I, I really liked it. I really enjoyed doing yeah. it. But when I look back on it, that's what I do to myself. I it's go, funny. oh, look at you. You're being too analytical. Why don't you loosen up a bit? You know? Well, isn't it funny, though? But, but when we would person, see it, yeah. we would all, that's the way you would see yourself. Yeah, yeah. And when we would look at you, we'd all go, oh, God, he's so articulate. He's able to say things you know, a kind of a complex idea is able to put it across really well. Yeah, and yeah. you're going to yourself, blah, blah, Jesus, blah, 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 blah
Well, I suppose it's, mm-hmm. you know, it just going with that complete honesty thing where you yeah. kind of regret it. I did that. Remember I, I was doing life modeling, which I started doing through Go Live. Which is fucking right? brave, yeah. So I did that for a year. Mm. I make quite good money from it. I got quite well known. Mm. And uh, and I still Do get quite well known. Quite well known. Within the scene. The within scene, the okay. scene. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. I'd often get phone calls going, look, can you come down? And from strangers going, look, I've heard that. Okay. Like the RHA gallery calls me and, you know. Wow. Yeah. But I don't, I haven't really done any of them. I've kind of backed away from it this year. But yeah. at the end of the year of me doing it, they were making a documentary, right? All right. So I was given a call and they were like, look, we're going to do this uh, life modeling movie. Yeah. And I said, yeah, fucking sign me up for that shit, right? <laughs> I'll get my uh, self naked on camera for, it was good money. It was a good money. Yeah. However, I got some really bad news just before we filmed. So mm. that was in like January 2017. And mm. then like the end of November, early December 2016, I got some really heavy news. Mm. You know about it. Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. So I was, I was not in a good place mm. mentally. I, I'm like, I was severely depressed, you know, bad thoughts. Yeah. And uh, to put it lightly, I got a diagnosis of illness, which could have been potentially fatal if untreated. Yeah. So I had just learned this and found out that I might be able to get treatment because, you know, the, you have to go into queues, you know, to wait to get your treatment is whatever. So, uh, so I was severely depressed, man. Yeah. And then we filmed this and it's like candid interviews with the person. And it's, I mean, I thought I was great at the time, right? Mm. So a year later it comes out. It was about January, February. And I went to watch it, man. Mm. Like it was like watching a dude who's on death row, just like, well, this is, you know, contemplating life and stuff. And I was looking at myself going, I shouldn't have been up here. And then there was other things like uh, young you know, uh, Carl Jung. Yeah. The shadow and all of that. Right? Yeah, yeah. So the shadow is the concept that within you there is a shadow or a dark part of you. Yeah. And one of his quotes is like, the shadow reaches all the way to hell. Anyway, the movie maker, not even really knowing Carl Jung, saw this amazing quote and put it in, talking about the shadow. And I had no idea what it was. So it's just me rambling on shite about this shadow. I'm like, oh, the shadow, blah, blah, blah. But then a year later when I'd watched it, I'd studied Jung and okay. I knew what it was. So I'm watching myself not only highly depressed on camera, but also having no fucking idea what I'm talking about, rambling on in this documentary. And, I'm like, okay. and then a year later, because I'd grown so much in one year, because the shock of the illness and then dealing with it and getting over it yeah. uh, made me grow, mm-hmm. you know, made me change, basically, but in a big way. And yeah. so then you're watching yourself a year later going, oh, fuck. Not only do you sound like sound like a bit of an idiot you know if you know what young is and then also highly depressed so but can so you that see was that, a weird no, you, say, you know when you were saying well you were i know you knew you were highly depressed do you think you could see that in you oh i, I could mean, feel it at the time yeah yeah but no i'm sorry i know at the time you did but when you were looking at yourself could you you yeah. knew oh, yeah. the average person oh no no, no no you'd know because you? of what i was saying man. okay go when on, we yeah. finished one of the other girls in it her boyfriend who i'd never met before gave me a hug just came up to me outside the movie and just went, hey man. And I was just there like, oh God, this is weird. <laughs> so okay. weird. But that, you, you see, you are, you're very open. Mm. I mean, even there now, I could see in your brain going, why should I be saying this? Or yeah, yeah. I, it's like, I was saying, how, how far do I go? How far do I go? I have no idea how time, so I'm just going to press record. Well, to be honest, I had thought about that before coming out today. Yeah. I thought, like, how honest are you going to be? Like, because I'll be honest with you, yesterday, 
I was like, if I was in the mood I was in yesterday, and you know the way you said you were in a terrible mood that time? Yeah. I was thinking to myself, I don't know if I'll do this tomorrow. Yeah, well, like, hopefully... Not in the you... mood that I was yesterday, you know? Yeah. And I was going to say it to you, if I was in that mood today, like, I don't know if we'll get good content today, man, because yeah. some days my brain jumps, you know, that way. I think everybody does, though. Yeah. No, they do, they do. Because, I mean, it's not like I'd be waking up going, oh, when I, I like, this morning I woke up and I thought, oh, fucking, like... Dylan's going to fuck. No, but I just thought... Uh, not about you was uh, too yeah. self-obsessed, but more just that I fucking <laughs> I I'm not feeling great. I'm fucking uh, just feeling tired. I really didn't sleep well. I'm not sleeping well with the heat. Oh, are you not now? Um, which is you know fuck it. It's not that warm, but I'm not sleeping well. Yeah, with it. Yeah. And you haven't acclimatized yet, no? At all? <sighs> Look at the, uh, uh, my pale Irish fucking skin is never going to acclimatize. No, come on. At least you're. You've got some sort of a like. Man, I there must have, be some foreign influence in I your. Been, no, uh, no, I've been working. I've been working now, in what? the sun for the last two months, and that's the most tan I have. Yeah, I'm well, like out every day. I haven't been sun. in the sun, and I've still got a tiny bit of color. Like you know, yeah, your mean? freckles are all joining up. Yeah, well, they, they will fucking <laughs> join into one. To my brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But sorry, was, I, the point being just that I, I think it's just the way it fucking goes. And another mm. day you can, then another day you can come on, you'd be, be really pumped up. Yeah, and, then, and then you kind of, if you were looking back, you kind of annoy yourself going, oh, I'm so full of shit there. I look pumped up and up my own hole there talking yeah, like this. Yeah, yeah. So do you ever look back at the go live and question yourself? Well, there's the 20 minute summary. When I was starting to get back into the bit of consultancy. I love that 20 minute summary. About it. And it's still on Vimeo, but it was on YouTube. And I, I, I took it off YouTube because of the... <laughs> The, when I'm putting the, the thing the in your mouth. in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still have it in video. I haven't got rid of it. But I was looking at it going, Because you're oh. there like, should I? I was sitting right there. And you're like, should I? Should I? And uh, she just goes, bloop. <laughs> <laughs> but then you're kind of looking at yourself going, oh, is that, is that, is that should that represent you? And like, I don't really want to care whether it represents me or not. But then when I was starting to get, trying to get back into a little bit more yeah. serious work, I of thought, course. well, how... How How's is that going to translate? Yeah, yeah. But I don't really want it to get into that much serious. Work and there's me either. sniffing co- chocolate. Sniffing chocolate. Well, now we all did. Yeah. In the end. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. I've been telling people about that, actually. I was like, the you sniffing know, you chocolate. sniff chocolate. I don't I know like, whether from up. the buzz. Did we get a high? I oh, like I definitely we did get a high I from it. I definitely got a high. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I did because I remember trying to interview somebody mm. afterwards and just being really excited yeah. and it just didn't make sense that I should be so excited no man that definitely works snorting chocolate snorting chocolate snorting chocolate yeah. 100% cocoa was it, it was 90% yeah, cocoa we had was it yeah just about yeah. 100 I think it was 99% or something like that yeah you gotta get it and you gotta mint it, mix it with mint I'd never do it again now but it was interesting yeah. but it was it was definitely to do something like that live like I've actually looked <laughs> back in it and I think was it Ray comes in and goes no just when we were doing, do you need to get the plate on? You know, yeah. when you're with the filming on, so that we could show yeah, the live yeah. footage of us snorting. I think I just wanted you to do it, yeah. and you were going, "You're not going to fucking do this." And <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, and then Emma just popped into the shot. Yeah, and had yeah. to go. Had to go. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't. I, I look back at it as being an unbelievably adventurous thing to do. Like one of the most go adventurous live. things I've ever done. It was done. fantastic. Yeah. It was man. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. And that 20 minute clip, I said this to you before, in 10 years, we'll turn that on. Yeah. Oh, God, do you remember that fucking time we did? <laughs> well, it was, it was, I think you could say that we were slightly ahead. I mean, it's not that we any of us have regrets, but I, I, I would, I do say if we had 
just gone for YouTube and fucked Facebook. Mm. Not not done it on Facebook. Yeah, we might have done better. I think it would be a, a totally different scenario. Yeah. Right, right. I really do think that because YouTube is meant for long form, long form shit yeah. and and the chaos that would have came across better and and if Facebook even now trying to Facebook is just a shithole. Oh, to go I on. only turn it on because I get messages through it every now. Yeah. Um, speaking of long form and uh, this sort of stuff. Are you following Joe Rogan and Chaos and Jordan Peterson and these sort of developments that are happening? Well, I don't, I don't know what you mean by Chaos, but I am following... Uh, what's Chaos? Uh, well, Chaos is a, a lot of, you know, what Jordan Peterson talks about. Okay, uh, go on, yeah. Chaos no. and Order of the... Oh, the yeah, yeah. So I finished factors. the book. Oh, did you read his book? Yeah, yeah. I listened to it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And? Um, so I read it... Because uh, you know he's here on Saturday. Oh, it's this Saturday? Yes. Yeah, are you going to it? I'm not. My girlfriend is over from Manchester. Okay. So. Uh, and would you like to have gone to it? Uh, me and Emmett were supposed to have gone, but yeah. now we've kind of made a decision that um, that I love Jordan Peterson. I love his teachings, but I think that a lot of it comes down to the political aspect at the moment, and that I just can't be. All right, I'll tell you the truth. I oh, became yeah. kind of obsessed with Jordan Peterson, but yeah. before he really broke in Europe, because that happened after the Kathy Newman. Yeah. I was doing it all way before. Yeah, sure. I was talking to you about it. Yeah. One thing that I love, you know, I was first, <laughs> and then when other people start doing it, I'm like, oh, I'm too cool for that. Yeah, it's no, weird, that's, right? that's the hipster thing, man. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah but that's no. actually built everybody's. He's mainstream now, so I'm not yeah. really into yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the truth is that. Uh, because I listened to all his lectures, both uh, Maps of Meaning and his personality. Yeah. And it's part of what pushed me to get into uh, psychology myself. And I really think his teachings are amazing and they're going to help people out. And I think he's... Uh, that the world sees a different version of him on all the... Yeah, it's been painted. Yeah, yeah. yeah cut and edited. And I've been in massive fights with old friends of mine on mm. Facebook. There's one good thing about Facebook, political debate. But you, mi- you might find yourself getting thrown in with people who are just like... He's an idiot, you know, that way or whatever. But Well, the, the thing is, if you haven't fucking read or looked into... You see, I'd say this could happen all the time. It's the one person, mm. that, like you, I have I have listened to an awful lot of his stuff. Mm. And I know them, he's a man of integrity. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. So, And I don't think there's any... Everything is done from a questioning. But if you haven't looked into him and you're just reading the headlines in newspapers, then you're then I don't... I'm not in, engaged You're not in even going to engage. No, there's no yeah. point. That's, no what point. I, that's what I stupidly did quite a bit yeah. with friends of mine now who I think our friendship won't be the same again yeah because but they haven't actually they've just read they the just Guardian read and read, yeah. five or six articles and then the edited thing from Vice Isn't and all these that? others uh, like to be honest so you were asking me what I thought of the book I I have read in the hundreds of yeah. self help sort of self empowerment books yeah. and I think his is as good if not better than any of them but it's just a fucking book and yeah. he's just a dude mm. having a go. That's all he is. He, he, it might be his life's work and his huge... But all it is is... is it's like he was talking to um, Joe Rogan about suffering from depression and how he's now gone yeah. onto a carnivore diet yeah. and that has alleviated his depression. So in other words, here's a guy with a view of life, trying to find meaning yeah. in life. That's, meaning seems to be everything... For him, yeah. but it's not like he has it fucking sussed. No, it's not like he in and and I don't. And he, he doesn't try to give the impression too. that yeah, he has it yeah, sussed. Yeah. So you see, people put people up on a pedestal, like uh, you know, he's amazing or he's a fucking. This is Bono or Jim Morrison or Jordan Peterson or a fucking poet or whatever or an mm. actor, and it's, it's just somebody who takes a shit in the morning, like. <laughs> 
Do you know what I mean? It's just somebody who, who, who I mean, uh, has to wipe his own line. In the end. You well, you're, that's perfectly right, man. That's, that's it, perfectly, though. Brilliantly put. The, yeah. the weird thing you said, the thing you just reminded of me of there, is that when I was having these arguments, this is why I kind of turned away from Peterson. Yeah. I found myself blindly defending him. Like at mm. every point, yeah. and not questioning the points that I should have been questioning, because I'm yeah. like, he is right, and I do believe he is right. Yeah, but he does say some stupid. Well, he doesn't say stupid things. He says things that can be taken out of context too easily within the mainstream media. Yeah, and therefore uh, gives people ammunition to paint him as this horrible figure, right? Yeah. But I found with myself and a lot of other people, we're arguing points that he puts forward, and yet when the conversation becomes challenging. We keep fighting the point, even though we're not as eloquent or as well versed as he is, to fight that point. You, you do, know? Yeah. yeah. So I come across someone who's more educated on the subject of equality or equity than I am. And I'm still fighting Jordan Peterson's points. Yeah. Even though they're getting the better of me in the argument, I'm blindly defending him. And that's what I found myself doing. And then yeah. I have to stop myself and go... I'm not as versed on this. You know? yeah. And if I'm going to engage into these conversations, I need to take a step back and actually understand the subject matter more than I'm doing. Mm. And I think that's the danger of a lot of Jordan Peterson's um, followers, whatever you want to call them, is that a lot of us are so wrapped up in the idea of the joy that he's given us or the, the pathway that he's opened up for us to take within our life mm-hmm. that we stop questioning our own arguments. You know, mm-hmm. that way we're just like, blindly defend this man, which is the, leads to dictatorship. Well, but it is almost right? so the antithesis of what he is trying to say. And yeah. in the essence of what he's trying to say is just sort your shit out. like, yeah. And get your own <laughs> yeah. fucking opinion uh, yeah. on things. And, you know, fucking just... Uh, like... Uh, there's this guy who comes up and he's, he's uh, say let's say he's sort of a liberal sort of a dude right okay. and he's all is this a real person he's a real person okay, right okay. but uh, but he like he'll go to a protest in an envelope sort of dude that's the way I think you know he's all for every single right under the sun right and then it appears to him like Jordan Peterson is a certain way but I'm absolutely certain the man has not researched Jordan Peterson at mm. all now I just said, I, I put one comment up saying something like, well, I think it's really funny that somebody who I thought is a certain way is totally painted in a totally different way by the media. Mm. And I think it's just interesting to experience something like that where the media, like I've never been in a situation before where I'm on the wrong side of how a character is portrayed. Normally I'm on that that liberal perspective or that yeah, view. Yeah. And it's the first time when yeah. I've gone... No, because I've looked into his uh, videos and I've read a lot of his stuff. And I think the one thing is he's a questioning person mm. who is, doesn't say, claim to have any of the answers, but he's put forth an opinion on shit. And that's, I like that yeah. sort of person. Yeah. Now, he is extremely conscious of who he's dealing with. He's extremely conscious of the media. He's so articulate. He spends, you can see him like, you know, really thinking things through and how he answers sure. it. And so he's still within that fucks up from time to time, but then being asked countless amounts of questions and people saying, what you're really saying is this. Yeah. How many times can you really say? But I don't like, I wouldn't defend him either. I just say, I think it's amusing that I'm on the wrong side of, yeah. and that he's been portrayed a certain way. Well, it's great that you see yourself like that and actually take a step back and look at it because I suppose I'm the same. Yeah. But I never, I'd never picked up on that. I've never been on the other side of the track. I, 
It's so weird that you said that because when you said it in my head, I went, oh, Jesus, that's the same as me. Yeah, it is that. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's why the perspective is weird. And maybe that's why it feels so... Well, in your mind, you're absolutely convinced. But it's like the whole fucking debate, uh, um, the whole abortion thing, which is... uh, Yeah. Everybody, there's absolutely no point engaging with somebody on the other side at all. And likewise with me, there's no mm. point engaging with me. I can I can actually understand. We won't even get into that, but I'm yeah, saying I, I it's, the, it's the exact same. It's yeah. the ex- exact same, and they feel equally as strongly yeah. as you do. And they've you know they've got God on their side, but they, yeah. and then the others have got this liberal, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the liberal fucking agenda. And I always would have said, well, I'm a liberal. I I'm not a liberal though. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a fucking anarchist. Just fuck off, like yeah, yeah. Fuck off. But isn't a libertarian, because I'm only learning all this jargon, isn't that someone who believes that the government shouldn't interfere with the way they live their life? I think that's it. So in a way, aren't you a libertarian? Because when I heard the definition, I went, that's the way Frank once described it. It's like when you were saying, when we were talking about psychedelics and getting them into sort of use and mainstream for to treat as treatments. Yeah. You were like, and it's mad that the government tells us we can't do these things when they're obviously beneficial, right? Yeah. And you said, I just want to live my life without being told what to do. Yeah. So I believe the definition. Now, I, I don't know. But some people might want to be told to, uh, what to do. You some know, people, some people, some and, people and if do. that's what that makes you yeah. happy, then I, I don't actually give a fuck. I mean, I... I, I like life is tough enough, isn't it? Like yeah. trying to sort out your own fucking shit. Like, Jesus. so and try, for me to have a say in somebody else's life, I mean, sorry, no, oh, sorry, yeah, no, yeah. I just I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, no, telling I, people I, I I just about sort my own shit. I just about it, yeah, and it's arguable whether I do or I don't. You know, yeah. Let's just pretend I do. You do. Let's. Yeah. I let's say you do. Yeah. Let's just say definitely. Yeah. 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 Let's just play that game. You have it together, Frank. But he's, he's very... He, I think it's really interesting, though, on somebody... How somebody... Like, because I, I listened to a good bit of the three-hour... His latest chat with Joe. Yes. And... Uh, and he apologises. Well, he talks... Sorry to cut you off. But he talks about how he makes mistakes and how he's flawed. Well, I thought it was actually... You, uh, you know the one where somebody... Or was it Jim Jeffries? Yeah. Made a really simple... Example, and he went, oh, okay, no, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think he got loads of abuse over it. And I actually thought, good man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. No, I'm wrong there. Mm. And that's it. Like, who gives a fuck then afterwards? You know. Yeah, yeah. But it's like everybody's kind of waiting to try and catch him out and kill him and fucking any opportunity. Go now, look. It's this thing confirmation bias, almost yeah. looking at somebody. And waiting for the, waiting for them to say one sentence that fits the stickers and labels that you have already yeah. of them. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting time. It's an interesting time. Yeah. What do you think the whole chaos and order thing? That's a hundred percent true. I mean, yin yang. It's been here for thousands of years. It's it makes sense. It's. Look, I think what he says. I mean, here I am, but this is just Jordan Peterson speak, but. I, I use this a lot now in engaging in conversations or discussions or arguments. Uh, is there things that matter and then there's matter? You know, mm-hmm. that way. Like matter are the solid forms and that can all be explained through science. Yeah. But then there's the things that matter, you know, which can't be explained through science, which are just part of who we are, you know, like, like do we have a spirit, that sort of thing. Mm. Like, 
Because situations will make you react in a certain way. And then like a biologist will say, yeah, well, that's because you released a chemical inside your brain at that point. It's like, yeah, but why did my brain release a chemical at that point? Yeah. It's like, well, because it picked up on the neurotransmitters. Yes, but why? That's the matter of it. But because it mattered, the situation that altered me, which altered the biochemistry inside of me and then changed the decision that I had to make, you know, that way. So what matters is really the most important thing in the world, right? We have matter and we do need to live and eat and, you know, sustenance and all that sort of physical stuff. And exactly what you think. But the cerebral side of things, I think, is the most important. Yeah, yeah. Because what you think. Like, do you ever have bad thoughts? Yeah. Like bad thoughts. Yeah. Where you like, where you kind of become worried about your own thoughts and you go like, oh my God, I can't believe I had that thought. You know that way? Yeah. Right. So... I don't double up on the bad thoughts. No, I just have bad thoughts. You just have bad thoughts. And I just go, can they, oh, I need to go for a run or something. Yeah, Fucking yeah, shit yeah. Just Ex- to get the, <laughs> excommunicate the darkness. That's, exactly, exactly. It just must be a thing getting older. The darkness just fucking comes. I need to get fucking running. Yeah. And run. so, so how much are you running then? A couple of times a week? Um, I'd run probably uh, 40k in a week. Wow. So that's a lot of darkness to get out of. That's, that's, <laughs> it's just that's a darkness lot of fucking... Through the streets. I know. If I, if I have two days and I haven't ran, yeah. I'd be looking at Newland. I'd be maybe six o'clock in the evening and they would go, you, you need to go for a run. And I'd go, oh, I really don't want to go for a run. It's the last thing. And she'd go, yeah. you need to go for a run because everything is wrong. I just get yeah. this. So just back to your point there about... Well, like... Everything is wrong, mm. you know. Like the in what sense? Well, every I can it, when I haven't uh, ran, say, or haven't exercised, or haven't, mm. and I, I'm downstairs. Maybe I haven't eaten. Maybe I haven't slept well. Whatever m- things causes, and I'm downstairs in the kitchen, and anything can just drive me fucking like the saucepan uh, with the old lid broken on it. And I go, how now get a new sauce? I need to get rid of that fucking sauce. And that can escalate into, from a tiny little thing into a huge thing. Really? And then yeah. I just kind of go, right, okay, well, you need to run now. To just fucking <laughs> let, let all that bullshit. Yeah. And it just dissolves you, in the you, pain. Do you wait till you get to the top of that? It's not like you see the pan, you're like, I better go for a run because that's going to get me all the way to here. Or do you wait till you've gotten all the way to there? And so then I've, been, I'm all, I've been long enough now that I yeah. don't let it get to there. Right, but I can okay. feel it coming and that's it'll start there. And it's just this wrongness. Yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, you could, there's loads of things that you could say are causes, but... Um, well, For me, exercise is just something that my mind, body, makeup needs, mm. I think, to avoid. I think diet is a huge thing, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm slender, right? But I'm I don't. Slim as a I gym, don't, yeah. I don't eat as much as other people, you know? No. And like every now and then, like a couple of times a week, I'll have two meal day, you know, that way? Okay. But I, I exercise and I move all the time. But I'm. When I was ill last year, and even for the last couple of years leading up to that, I had started cutting all shit out of my diet. Mm. No sweets, no bread, no pasta. You know, I don't eat any of that shit. I yeah. didn't drink coffee for two years. I was only on green tea. I'm back on coffee now because it's delicious. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I mean, they can take fucking everything, but yeah. they're not taking me coffee. Like, well, that's no, it. No, because, you know, science is sleep. I don't want to get into it, but coffee and sleeping is uh, not really? good. Yeah, man. But I don't have it after uh, two o'clock. It doesn't matter. All right, so 
Emma was reading this book and basically there's like a chemical in your brain that's building up all day, which is the sleep chemical. Yeah. And it's building up all day. So when you go to bed, that kicks in and then you sleep. Right. Okay. But if you drink coffee, it stops that from building up. So it doesn't matter what time you take it. If you take it in the morning, you're slowing down the process of that sleep chemical building. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Well, it does matter. I haven't been sleeping well. And, and well then the coffee uptake coffee. has gone from one cup a day to one complete thing a day yeah. to twice now. Do you know, that's two the, pots of coffee And the worst thing is, that was such a good coffee, I may ask for another one. <laughs> well, that's no problem. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but then, so then I got, I got the all clear, mm. basically. Which yeah. It was a hard year last year. Yeah, Jesus, it was a hard year, and and I got the all clear, like perfectly healthy, which mm-hmm. is beautiful. It is beautiful. It's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah, it's a lovely like, scent. Or a lovely I couple of words. Cried when I found out mm. from relief. I actually I cried three days before because I imagined the phone call and it was a positive phone call from the doctor and okay. I cried with relief in my. Uh, daydream about what was going to happen because it yeah. was so tense for a year and a half you know it could have gone the other way anyway mm-hmm. so I started eating a bit of shit again this year because I can't because before and this is literal if I would eat anything because of the way my body was at the time I would feel it straight away and I would yeah. react quite badly to it you know like if you even notice like if you look on the top of my head there's like red dots across here you see that yeah like they're yeah, only yeah. there because I ate pizza two nights ago. Right. And I never eat pizza, and the next day I wake up and I have heartburn and I have a rash all across my head. There's the fucking Washington Times article um, uh, that says uh, fucking car- bread and pasta causes heart disease, not bread fats. and pasta are pure poison. All right. I mean, but when I, you again, look, I love toast. Watch when you look at a bre- a package of food, right? It mm. says carbohydrates of which sugars. Yeah. And the reason why when you digest, especially white bread and pasta, it turns into sugar in your stomach. Okay. Basically, it's refined sugar. So mm. the carbs you kind of use up and you burn off and then all that refined sugar. So it's like you wouldn't eat a chocolate bar all the time, right? But you yeah. do the pasta. So... But how come the Italians and the fucking French all love It's a different black? type, different type of pasta. So it's fresher made. It's made straight from the grain. It's not used from those... Um, super grains or whatever okay also the way they process it is different and they have a very relaxed lifestyle but you look at italians when they get older they're all overweight yeah they have uh, heart problems yeah. they do live a bit longer but those are the things that are associated with it. it's like even my doctor when i did make it once over a mm. year ago <laughs> uh In he my said opinions, he, he said mediterranean he said mediterranean diet for you red wine stay off the beer mm. good yeah but i love I love craft. beer too. Oh, I had my beer. first beer as well. Did you? In a year and a half. I had a two what did you have? Uh, well, the first, well, I had three in total in the okay. day. I was over in Manchester and I visited a friend of mine and he was like, wow, let's have a beer. And we mm. had, there were, there were cans, you know, the little cans, mm. but they were like 7%, but we divided them by three, two okay. cans. And, and it was weird because I was chatting with them and I'm like, halfway through the conversation, I'm like, geez, I really love Matt. You know, I can I you know that because we used to live together for four years back in London. I only see him every you know couple of years. Yeah, and it's true with a very good friend. You know, when you're in their company, you're like, oh, I just feel so relaxed. Yeah, I can say whatever I want. This is perfect. You yeah, know? but I felt that even more, and I was there going, "Geez, I must really love Matt." In my head, while we're having a chat, like, yeah, because I feel really relaxed. And it wasn't until we got in the car, me and Emma, afterwards, and I was like, 
geez, I really love that. And she's like, Dylan, you did drink a beer. And I'm like, that's what it was. That's what it was. Wow. So I noticed this like little change, right? And then we got back to her house and then I had one and a half cans. I didn't even finish the second one. And yeah. I was, I, I did, that was fine. Mm. I, I, yeah, no appeal. Okay. I don't feel like drinking again. But back yeah. to the point, what I was saying. Because I quit everything for so long, mm. now that I come back to the food, I have very adverse reactions when I eat stuff right. that's not super healthy. So do you eat any bread at the moment? I, I, I'll be honest. Yeah. The last few weeks I have. My, my weakness is burgers. Yeah. So like, and, good, and you can get good burgers in Dublin now. Like a really good burgers. You like Wow yeah. Burger, Bunsen. Even mm. Five Guys pumped up their... Because uh, I had Five Guys before they had their <laughs> Irish Times interview. Yeah. And they were destroyed. And then I went in afterwards because everywhere was closed and I needed a burger. Yeah. And I needed a burger. And uh, it was gorgeous, man. Their chips yeah. are amazing. So that's what I eat. But generally, no bread. And then I had pizza two days ago. I'm in a rash. And yesterday, my mood was off. And I'm I'd past it. So what would you eat then normally? Would you eat... Do you eat like... Uh, for breakfast, what would you have? Eggs? I have a three-egg omelette with spinach and tomatoes. Okay, that's very healthy. And Every then, morning, yeah. And what about lunch? Oh, it depends. Because you wouldn't go for a sandwich? Never. 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 I would never, never have pasta. I, I never have pasta. Yeah, okay. And if I am going to have carbs, I generally would have like brown rice or mm. buckwheat. And what, and what about potatoes? Are potatoes wrong? Potatoes I eat, but there's nothing to them. Yeah, like baby potatoes are fine to eat, are they? They're grand, but they're not amazing. Yeah, but they're not like I was. It's it's just it's it's. You just like I fucking like I love brown toast, right? With yeah, I used to. Of butter, like. I used to. Yeah. Now when I eat toast, I just like oh, this is poison. Do you actually feel that? I don't enjoy it. Yeah, because I've been off it so long. If I ate, say if you were to give me Brennan's, yeah, which as a kid, King Chris sandwiches on yeah. Brennan's, or your chip, you go to get your chips, you put them in your Brennan's batch loaf, you know? yeah. You know, the big batch ones, I can't eat that stuff. I take a couple of bites of a piece of bread. Even if I order a burger, I won't eat all the bread in the burger. By the time I get to the end, I'll have taken out the burger. Okay. And I will feel bad if I eat that. And the thing is, you see all these people now who are gaining loads of weight, and they're overweight, mm. and they're complaining, and then they look at people like me, and they go, well, you've never had a stitch on you, or whatever. And it's like, well, man, I don't eat a chocolate bar. Yeah. Don't eat them. Never have. For the last... Three years, you know? And if I do, it's rare, you know? Okay, well, then you don't are healthy, healthy. Then. Right, don't drink Coke. Don't ever touch any of them. Don't eat bread or pasta, man. Mm. And, and if people did that, if they cut out carbs for one month, they'd drop loads of weight. Yeah, well, any time I would give up carbs. But uh, I just find it very But well, you're very trim. Thank you. You're Th- welcome. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, you see, I'm doing but intermittent fasting. Morning. Yeah. I'm doing intermittent fast, so hours? I, I 24 hours a day. So on like on Sunday no, night, how many I, hours do you fast for? 24 hours. You don't 20. Oh, you I do, do two, once a week. I do two 24 hour fasts a week. What? Yeah. I thought you were. What? No, what are you doing, doing it for? I'm, I'm doing it a month. Yeah. So you know you can do it the other way, where you only take 14 hours a day. Yeah, or 16 hours. Yeah, Nuda's doing the 16 hour one. Yeah. And women are apparently are not supposed to do the full amount. I think it's something to do with the makeup. I've no body right. makeup. Okay, but okay. I do 24 hour, yeah. And I actually, I stuffed my face the weekend and the Monday comes, so say Sunday night at 8 o'clock, I won't eat again until Monday night at 8 o'clock. That's got to be tough. It was... And a mate of mine, actually Kenneth, had been telling me about it mm. for a year and I just didn't do it for whatever reason. And then one weekend, I ate loads and I said, fuck it, right, 
I'm just not going to eat a breakfast. And then I didn't eat a lunch. And I just said, right, I'm going to keep going. And I kept going all night, went to bed hungry. Now, could you drink coffee? Well, I mean, I don't know what the rules are, but I have a cup of coffee. I mean, I just yeah. have you to have a something. cup of coffee. Yeah. yeah. Now, I could go all the way. So but what do you do psychologically to get yourself through that when you're you just work. absolutely starving? You actually have loads of fucking energy. Yeah, yeah. You're, you, you don't feel tired because you're too hungry to be tired. Okay. And then you actually slowly but surely just feel yourself getting... As the day goes on, the hungrier you get, the stronger you get. Mm. And you, re, you see, I... Go ahead, just give this. Like, I have this thing that hunger hits you in such a way that you think, oh, fuck, I'm going to die. Mm. I'm going to die from this hunger. You know, mm. it's so bad uh, when we all get hungry. But I get it anyway. Did you get that feeling of, well, I, I, I can't, I'm going to go mental here. I'm going to fucking lose the plot. I'm mm. so hungry. But when you realise that actually you're not, there's nothing going to happen yet, you're totally fine. It's just hunger. Mm. And that actually we put too much strain in our bodies by eating so much food. And there's three meals a day thing. It's just a it's habit. Crazy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you don't need it. And especially, no, so say you have a weekend where you stuff your face or you have a few beers. And then on top of that, your body is trying to kind of cope with the fact that you've given yourself the few beers and the bit of wine and whatever. And that's why you do the Sunday to Monday. I do Sunday to Monday because it just, it's the perfect time to do it. And then I do it on the Friday. Yeah, and so then you do it on the Friday? I do it on the Friday, Friday to Saturday? Thir- no, Thursday. Thursday. And then I say to myself, I've got an eight o'clock on Friday. The only reason I, I do any of this, the only reason I run yeah. and I do is because either, <laughs> either I'm going to become huge yeah. really quickly. No, you're not. No, no, but either I'm going to become huge really quickly or I'm going to, it's, by fasting and by exercising, I can continue to have my beers and my snacks at the weekend. Yeah. And enjoy yourself. And enjoy myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's fair enough. I try like last summer. I went three months without beer, coffee, and sugar, mm. and I can't say I was particularly, you know, happier or, or better. Or <laughs> well, I can't say. I can say that maybe energy-wise, I'd. Uh, um, what about mood? Cutting out the sugar. Uh, the only thing that affects my mood really is work-related stuff. Stuff that I want, you know, projects Are you that sure? I'm on. No, I'm not certain, no. no. I think I'm going to try and do a register. I was chatting to a friend of mine, Desiree. She's a psychologist. Yesterday I was talking yeah. And she said, and I said, like, because I had the pizza the night before, and then yesterday, man, I was gone. There was no talking to me. We well, see, I've heard, though, that, uh, I mean, that from on the Joe Rogan, yeah. they were chatting, and actually, speaking of, Jordan Peterson was talking about, and he'd say, anytime he wavers from his diet now, and he yeah. starts eating carbs, the effect is huge on them. That's what I was trying to say happened to me yeah. since I stopped. Like, if I drink a can of Coke, I feel physically ill. Like, I'm going yeah. to throw up, you know that way? Well, I wouldn't touch it's Coke. It's only because my body's that, yeah. not used to it, you know? Yeah, there is that thing that your body gets used to. Like, yeah. an alcoholic's body gets used to consuming ridiculous Jeez, amounts it's of It's crazy how much alcohol can drink. I've heard, yeah. like, you know, stories of two litres of vodka a day, like, yeah, which well, you probably did a good old job that. in drinking in your time, like. I did, but I didn't yeah. do two litres of vodka a day, man. No. But you probably had to go with the number five, to be fair. When I was living in Australia, I lived in Australia in a hostel when yeah. I was 19 for three months. Okay. And man, we drank. I, I tell you, I'll tell you a story. So we invented this cocktail. Right. So in this hostel, there was literally like Oliver Twist type cooking things. You know, okay. Like, like this pot that's like this big, literally, and okay. that deep. Yeah. And I started work at like nine at night and finished at like six in the morning in this late night pub. So mm. 
It was about seven in the afternoon or the evening. And a load of them had gone up to the shop to buy a load of drink and they brought out this pot and I'm like, you're not going to drink from the pot. And they literally, no word of a lie, two bottles of vodka, bottle of rum, bottle of gin. Uh, you know those boxes of wine? Yeah. Two boxes of wine, two bottles of cheap Prosecco. And then they just filled it all up with juice. <laughs> right? And I was there like, this is ridiculous. And they all mixed it up. And I said, I'll have a few. And you pay a fiver and you get as many plastic cups as you want. Yeah. Right? And I was like, Lads, I'm going to work. And they're like, you can have a few cups for free because you're off to work. And I was 19. Most people are like 24, 25 traveling yeah. in Australia. And I'm like, all right, I'll have a couple of cups. I had three cups, man. And then it was all gone. And, I, and this stuff, Three months later. This stuff, little plastic cups, would destroy you. Mm. It was really weird because I remember a guy came out from the TV room. And no one watched TV. We were in a hostel in Australia. You know? yeah. This guy came out and went, I just saw the most amazing video in the world. And I was like, what video is it? And he's like, there was this girl dancing in a gym and she was doing all these moves. It was Britney Spears, hit me baby one more time. And we were all like, who cares? And he's like, no nah, man, you'll, you'll care. And we're like, Pfft. And then, well, I didn't watch any of that crap, but then when I got back to Ireland after Australia, she was the biggest star in the world. <laughs> we were there drinking. That's your only memory of the hostel. Little plastic cups. I have loads of memories from the hostel. Jesus, plastic cups. I, I missed work, called in sick twice. Because I was so drunk, I'd forgotten I'd called in the first time. In three months? That's not too bad. No, no, no. In that night. Okay. I called right. <laughs> no, I, right. Someone put me to bed, called in sick for me. And then I woke up three hours later, went down and called work. I was like, I can't come in because I'm not well. And she's like, Dylan, you've already called in. Go to bed. Oh, sorry. So you hadn't realized that you called in. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was so drunk. I called in twice. Uh, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Well, that's booze though the thing is like I think we'd all be I would still be drinking loads if I didn't have a um, the negative effects of it yeah I mean the positive effects are great you have so much fun yes, there's ego. so much love like mm. you were describing about your mate the chats that you have yeah you could just stay talking all night like and then of yeah. course you're smoking cigarettes as well I'd go through the face you have to smoke yeah, yeah, yeah. smoking and drinking like. well I don't know I still don't smoke since the ayahuasca wow no cigarettes for Dylan. Yeah. None at all. Now, it was a couple of... When I drank, I would smoke. Yeah. But I haven't drank... Uh, well, I mean, I had a few beers the other day, but I haven't drank in a year and a half, you know. So you haven't touched a cigarette then, in a year and a half? There was twice when I first got back that it's I started a cigarette, but I never finished them. Because yeah. I would start them and then remember the ayahuasca trip and then just throw them off. And, and what was that? Just remind me of that. Remember what, what, was, what is the memory that comes into your brain? Is it just... Me walking... Me killing my ego. Remember okay. me killing my cigarette friend? Remember I was yeah. like I was walking up the side of a mountain and then I saw this path and there was a dude there and he was the guy that I... I remember a cave, but yeah. was there a cave? Oh, the cave was a different part. Yeah, okay. it was a long time. Anyway, but I'm, I'm that... going to do it again. I'm going to do ayahuasca. Now that I've got the all clear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do the ayahuasca probably September, October. There is, the death, there is retreats here in Ireland. Well, you know, I know a few retreats here in Ireland, but yeah. you remember the, um, the meeting we went to? Mm. those guys do it in Europe so yeah they'll probably pop out to them but I think they do it in Ireland but they kind of advertise it as Campbell and something else right yeah no I know that one I actually but got in with that yeah but I said no and what would you be looking for two days no what would you be looking for from the ayahuasca um, things that I probably wouldn't talk about oh, in that's here. fine because yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would say like We're you're, talking you're in good form like uh, there's days there's days yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I've 
mode flip, you know. So, uh, what, what I'm doing, no. You don't need I'm to not going to get into no, the no, deeps. No, because no, it would take too long to actually get into it. But I, I'm talking to someone at the moment, but that's mm. mainly for addictions. You know, that way, okay. To keep me away from my addictions. And then because if I can tackle addiction, then I can tackle everything else. You know? Well, ayahuasca will help you with addiction. Yeah. No, it really does. Like, yeah, also, it's... since ayahuasca, I quit drinking, you know, and all of that sort of mm. stuff. You know? It just naturally happened that I was a, an addictive person for years. And ayahuasca yeah. guided me away from it. But there's I a think few other things. I think, think we're all fucking oh, addictive. Oh, we are. We're I mean, all... I know it's different in some, some are more than others, but we all have the potential to be. Well, we're all addicted to our phones, computer games, yeah. all of this sort of stuff nowadays. I mean, so, we're addicted to our phones, and it's crazy. I, like, I was thinking about this thing of what addiction is, and really, the way I figured is it's the brain, the mind going, here's the peak experience, mm. I, and it's a really easy way to feel happiness. Right. So. I'm going. That's. I'm going to get go back to that because it's not like you know, the brain is never going to go for whatever reason. The makeup of us is never going to go. Well, here's a long, fulfilling way to feel happiness. I, I, I'm going to spend ages getting to you know. We're going to work out. We're going to be healthy for nine months, yeah. and that process, the brain obviously likes peak. You know, just wants this kind of height, heightened experience, whatever it is, weed or fucking yeah. that the first two beers that you have and you get that boom into your yeah, brain yeah. or that nicotine feeling or that burger, whatever the fuck it is. Right. Yeah. And you, the burger you, is an addiction as well. Food which everything is, is though. Addiction uh, yeah. But I'm saying you have, we have the brain, our makeup goes, well, I want that like mm. it's like the sugar. I want the sugar. It's a quick fucking absolute guarantee to feel a certain way. This will definitely get me from feeling from here to somewhere else in mm. a really quick space of time. Then and the brain, brain obviously goes, well, why not do that? What's wrong with you? Yeah. So then, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're feeling this way, just, just fucking do it like, and then yeah. obviously you kind of have to go, well, the problem with that short term thing is that it, it's like, it rots the brain. Mm. It, it actually rots your kind of, it's like the red ticks on the Facebook fucking page. It's like sugar. It's yeah. like alcohol. It's all of those things the red seem to ticks rot you. On the Facebook you know when you page. get the little fucking the messages or the likes, you, you post something and you get your fucking, That's you get your seven also. likes. Yes, all those, yes, whatever yes. are your comments and you, it's kind of, it's, and like they, the Facebook apparently that they uh, have, uh, now I've, I know if it's definitely true. I'm sure we've all seen that. You know you're, that there's the Facebook engineers that have gone to Vegas and to study how we, our minds react to the ching in Vegas, and they use that sort of thinking in the Facebook, getting you back and uh, drawing you in. You know, Jesus, really? Well, I mean, there's I no. If you that, have yeah. the Facebook app downloaded, you don't go in there. But when you see that little red tick appear in the top corner, you go. In there, there could be something nice in there, yeah, yeah. And I mean, what's not to like about being you know, like notifications or a little say, so here's something you've done, and people have liked it, yeah, well done. So the brain is going to go, well, yeah, well done, yeah, Good yeah, yeah. And so you can get a fix of well done, yeah, then, yeah. But that becomes an absolute thing, then a real like Facebook is a real thing, it's not a real thing, no, it's, it actually is totally imaginary, yeah, yeah. And that somehow, but, but still, we can give our brain, our brain seems to release that but, little happiness, but wait, thing. is it real? Though? It's not real though. So it is real now though, isn't it? Is it real though, like? In what sense? 
Like, is it as real as the guitar behind well, you? Yeah, well, is we talk about it like it, that Facebook is real. You know, like we talk about it, it's a, the thing. And all, is it, what is it? Like, it's a website. It's a fucking it's yeah, an application. But, yeah, yeah. But what makes that unreal? Well, I don't know. Yeah, you see, that's the thing. No, no, but <laughs> I know versus what you anything, mean. Versus anything. Versus anything. Because it's yeah. just this thing on a computer. But it's you become can't as real it. as a walk in, in the park. Yeah. Facebook is as real or Instagram. As walk, or, I love it. But it's, it's seen as real. It's, yeah. Have you seen this on the news or on Facebook? But... Yeah, yeah. Is anything real, but right? that's the back to that matter or what matters because Facebook yeah. matters right because yeah. okay for example a friend of mine Cullen Leggett is coming back to Ireland I haven't seen Cullen since we were 19 mm. and we partied man like we were bad boys in school you know yeah. and we haven't seen each other since then he's a recovering addict he's like okay. three children and is now very religious and very um, studious. He's mm. a scholar, basically. He's going, yeah, uh, an intellectual, you might say. And he's coming to Ireland, right? Yeah. Now, we would never have had a meeting if it hadn't been for Facebook, right? So Facebook yeah. isn't real. Yeah. Cause, but it matters. Do you know that way? Yeah. Yeah. There is something to it. It's like, and that's where you get that addiction from. So does it become real then once it comes into your brain? Because, okay, it's not real, right? It's not real. But your reaction to it is real. Your reaction to those likes, that's a real reaction. It couldn't yeah. be any more real. So therefore... But I suppose... No, I mean, I'm not... Sorry, I'm not arguing. I'm trying no, to get no, into no, my I head. Know where, why, why did I even say that? I'm trying to figure out that's why, what I mean, why yeah. did I say that. And I suppose it's this thing of... The way we talk about it as a thing in life... To, and uh, and I actually think it's, it is good for the fact that you're able to meet up with a friend like that. Yeah. And I have a couple of examples of that too. And I think that's good. I think it's this, you see, I suppose, I've, maybe it's Instagram is the worst that I've seen. That yeah. I see all these posts going up now. And I, I, co- I, I actually find it disgusting. I can't, yeah. I, I, and I would have partaken in it at one stage, but now I go, oh. It's so, and I still partake in it. It's like, so much ego in, in Instagram, I think. Hashtag gratitude. Have you seen all these fucking gratitude no. things? And no. Grateful for what? Well, it's a thing that people, you know, want to be grateful in life, and so that they put because they've been told that if they're grateful, they'll, they'll, they'll get have they'll, a they'll get life. the readies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is the truth. You no, know, it is. I'm, Supposedly, being grateful is the best thing in the world. Yeah, so be really, 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 really grateful. Yeah, even if, if you're, you're super being, grateful, even if you're so fucking angry and uh, full I'm of hate, really grateful. I'm really grateful. But if I type. I'm grateful then that means I'm grateful yeah you know? yeah. you gotta really feel it right? but that it becomes a thing a part of our lives and like I partake in it and I fucking like the whole year on uh, us trying to do that social media thingy TV mm. station was trying to launch something on it mm. and I found that horrendous really that we were kind of especially myself and Emma had to were looking at the number of likes and views and all that and it was kind of going oh, sucking you into a hole well does the yeah it's kind of like the pat on the back for doing something good mm. so you do something good you get the pat on the back oh well I'll do that again and I get the pat on the back will I mummy will I daddy and mummy and everybody in life give me the pat on the back yeah <laughs> I feel better <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I suppose there is that hmm it's a, it's a beast the internet it's a beast but does it matter it does matter now yeah, well, the it's whole absolutely part around. of our lives. Do you know what the weird thing is? And this is mad. We were born before the internet became yes. mainstream. Yeah. Maybe it was somewhere in a dark room 
but in the 80s it only came out 89 right 89 91 yeah between those sort of times so we were around before the internet but there's kids out there now their whole life is based around the internet right yes that's a real that's a real thing actually I was looking I was reading you know fucking Dan Brown the guy who writes those conspiracy theory yeah books, yeah, like, yeah they yeah. really are trash fiction but He's, you're not going to read his latest book, but his no, no. latest book talks about there's this uh, um, new species that is going to take over humanity, and you're kind of, and you're waiting for this big, and it shows it's the fastest growing species that is going to surpass humans, and it, it shows from the nineteen robot, it's machines, yeah, yeah. it's devices, yeah. and that. Uh, yeah, the only way is like Elon Musk thing of integrating with the machine otherwise it's just suddenly going to one day go it's become such a part of everything we do in our life yeah. and that slowly but surely it's going to be the new species of the world and take over us it's true man and then it plotted on this kind of evolutionary chart that this is the way they were described it's fiction like but you know that you had all the evolutions of the various different types of uh, animals and humans and blah 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 and blah blah and then you show, they show the machine and doing the same thing and so that if you take it that's actually here, quite clever it is quite clever yeah. He, yeah, yeah his thing is he is clever like that but so then take it another 40 years in or whatever it was 20-30 years and they talk about the singularity and we're all fucked like well there's a t-shirt idea right there go on where it's like a processor and there's a huge block yeah. and the processor just gets get tinier and tinier and tinier and it just says evolution yeah. You know the way we go from monkey into man. Well, actually, but I it think would then be the opposite. Well, I think big you, you, into little. Or the extension of the monkey into man thing is then a little yeah, yeah, yeah. squirt of a chip. Yeah, just like a corner of it. Yeah. Mm. Mm, it's weird because I was watching uh, Aliens Covenant last night. Is it Covenant? And uh, and the whole basis of that is that uh, an AI creates aliens which will wipe out humanity, basically. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's totally feasible. I, oh, I, when I, you know, when I did my ayahuasca thing, that's what I saw. I oh, saw really? us being wiped out completely and utterly. Like, Jesus, real pleasant, was it? Oh <laughs> <laughs> man, I saw everything was torn down in my ayahuasca. Really? Yeah. The the, the church uh, pyres, spires Smart. melted. Everything collapsed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really, really, really happy. <laughs> yeah, he's ayahuasca. Like, I'm scared to do ayahuasca again. Mm. I'm scared to do it again. You wouldn't go and do shrooms? I will be doing some shrooms yeah. in the near future with a close friend of ours. Okay, in, uh, a, in a country where it's legal? Of course, yeah. of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. I, yeah, I would do mushrooms again. I'm definitely going to do mushrooms mm, again. I do I, mushrooms I, again. Because nice they're from... You can grow them in Ireland, yeah. and I think there's something... Liberty like Bells that grow here. Yeah, right? but it's quite difficult to get them, isn't it? Liberty Bell? If you go to a field, you can pick them. I don't know how they'd work in this this weather. Well, you're talking September, October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, man, they're very strong, though, because they're only tiny. You don't realise. Yeah. Speaking of mushrooms... Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm an addict, um, <laughs> and I've been, I've been dosing myself with mushrooms for the last three months. And? And the results are positive. Mm. Mm. I've got my mother on them. So on what? Lion's mane? Lion's mane. Because my mother, it runs in her family of having like uh, dementia and Alzheimer's sort of thing. Yeah. And lack of sleep leads to things like that. Mm. And me and my mother, well, my father and my sister, as soon as their head hits the pillow, they're asleep. Mm. Me and my mother have had uh, wandering minds, you might say. Yeah. And we stay up late. And that affects uh, Alzheimer's Sorry, and stuff like that in the future. Thing. Here you go. 
Now, if you if you take lion's mane, yeah, because it's reconnecting the neurotransmitters in your mind. Lion's mane, by the way, is a type of mushroom you get in ca capsule form. You take it twice a day. Then yeah. it reignites your memory. Now, from a stoner, and this is to all stoners out there, from someone who smoked marijuana for 15 years or whatever, 16 mm. years, continuously. I never thought my memory would come back. I never thought I'd be able to communicate or remember or figure things out the way that I used to. Yeah. Because I just destroyed my brain. Like, forgetting things. So, like, forgetting a thought that I was having mid-thought. Yeah. Like, oh, where am I? You know, yeah, when okay. I'm sober, not even when I'm smoking. You know, yeah. that's sort of bad. And since Lion's Mane, I took it for a month straight with nothing else. My memory is better now. I notice a difference. Yeah. Now, on top of that, I take... So, it depends on the day. Mm -hmm. Like, if I need to really focus on something, I, I found that if you don't have a focus for your mind while you're taking it, yeah, it's not going to be good for you. Like, I found if I was depressed and I took it and I didn't focus on something, I would focus on the depressed thoughts. Okay. And so they kind of expanded okay. and were magnified. So I found myself like, oh, I've got to get away from that stuff. Yeah. But then I reapproached it and like if I have a focus for the day, let's say I'm studying or let's say I'm writing a short story or I have to paint the kitchen, which I'm doing this week, yeah. I'll take one of those in the morning and boom, I'll do it. Now, otherwise, I take Rishi and Cordyceps. Yeah. So I'll take a Rishi in the morning like today. Yeah. So I was up late last night mm -hmm. and I knew that like, oh, maybe my brain will be running a bit slow. I thought, if I take a, a lion's mane, I'll be too analytical because I become kind of robotic. Yeah. Because I go, all right, this is why I'm going to break everything in So what I do is I take a uh, Rishi. Yeah. It just sort of gives you a nice clear. You know, it just is yeah. really good for your body. And yeah. then I take a half a cordyceps in the end of my coffee. Because a whole cordyceps, that stuff is intense. Yeah. So I take a half a cordyceps and I mix that in. And then, boom, I have energy. I'm clear-minded for the day. And the second half of the day, I take a Rishi. And it affects me. Now, you went to LA, I heard. I, I met, met Paul Stamets and did all of that. I'm jealous of your life sometimes. <laughs> I'm jealous. So, I would like to have had a conversation with Stamets. No, I didn't. Uh, to be honest with you, I didn't have a long conversation with him. But I, I was going into it. I was, this was going to be a new business venture. I thought, um, because when I was running, mm. I was taking Lion's Mane and Cordyceps. And I thought... Oh. I thought, at the same time? At the same time, yeah. Twice a day? Twice a day or whatever. Is I that took not the, a bit too intense? No, I took the dose in the morning time. It wasn't twice a day. I took the three capsules or the two capsules of each, whatever is the designated amount. Yeah, but you don't take it twice in, at the same time, do you? Well, I took them in the morning time. Anyway, look, that's what I, I, I followed the whatever the guidance was yeah. and I... I just thought this is fucking great. Yeah. And I was running uh, at the time and I thought, right, this Better is... Better breath with the, with the cordyceps, yeah. Everything that I'd read, I started to believe this right. is the case. And so then I looked into it and I thought, right, well, I'm going to fucking see, can I bring these to Ireland? Mm. And I went and I met a professor in, down in Limerick and I got, went through the whole papers of all these. Because, uh, first of all, sorry, I sent an email to Paul Samet saying, any chance I can, uh, are you interested in allowing me distribute these products in Ireland? Mm. And he said, uh, basically, I, I said, I'm, I'm getting in touch with this other company as well. And he goes, if you're talking to this other company, I want nothing to do with you. Right. In, an, in his first email back to me. And I here, love it. <laughs> and, here's, and, so, and here is, you know, 60, 70 paper of, you know, research that's done on all of oh, these different... And he gave it to you. And he gave it to Amazing. me. Plus, 
plus some piece of information that shows this, that they studied this other company's mushrooms versus theirs. And basically he was kind of, it was literature to show that his were great and this other company's wasn't, which I thought, but I suppose, I thought it was kind of interesting that he would slate another company so badly. So then look, I said, look, I, I had a feeling about this other company, interestingly enough, I'd be much happier just talking to you. And he, then he put me in touch with this distributor in uh, Norway. Right. And so at the same time, I just kept researching it, kept studying it, I kept trying different ones. So there's, uh, there's his products and then there's the guys, the Californian guys, the mushroom coffee lads. I don't know if you've seen those coming up in your feed, but I'll show you those downstairs. And then I kept looking into it. And then I said, right, I'm going to go to a health conference over in L.A. Mm. He's going to be there. This distributor is going to be there. And I'm going to study. I want to know, do these things actually work? Uh, do people know what they are? Should we tell them? Well, there are supplements. Yeah, yeah, it's probably no harm in saying it. There's I found out about it on, by, from Paul Stamets, this guy talking Joe about Rogan. and Joe Rogan, and yeah. him saying that these supplements are really, really good for cognitive. Another one is really good for energy. Another mm -hmm. one is good for sleep. Yeah. Another one is good for inflammation and for fighting. Uh, That's the Rishi. Yeah, and these are all oh, as magically, apparently magical, but legal supplements. Mm. That that's a fair description. Fair of enough. Fair enough. Um, and you see, the thing is, though, you see, I would get fucking caught up in all these fads. I I have my yeah. fads, and the more you said, oh, like you know, you see. So I was get on that bus, and I was telling everybody about them. I was saying these are fucking great, and then I was kind of asking myself, are they definitely great? Are they definitely yes? Is it just me? And then I looked at the research, and the research is obviously limited. In mm. order to do pharmaceutical grade research on supplements you need loads and loads of money and most vitamin and supplement companies do not have that they just yeah. don't have okay. Okay. so then i went over to la and i met all these manufacturers mm -hmm. from china from america from spain and i talked to them all and i kind of and i just I kept saying to them look you're telling me all the benefits that we i would have listed there mm. and you would have listed have you any research have you done your own research in this they all refer to the same research that somebody did in fucking China somewhere. Right. Okay, so it's limited research. And then I kind of just wanted to... So when I was there, they all... There's like maybe 20 different companies there and they were all bitching about each other's manufacturing process. Right. And I thought, how the fuck is somebody like me going to get involved in this industry when even within the industry there isn't a set way to manufacture mushrooms? Because right. basically some of them... It was just, I don't even want to go into the detail, but I can, like, if you're interested, but just how they're grown, how the extract is taken out of them, and right. how you go from something that's grown at the side of a mountain to a pill, and does it still have any vitamins right. left? And does it still, anything does it left? Does it lose everything when the... Through the, the process, process. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, so they, they, there is demonstrations to show that, uh, actually, the vitamins, it's, they're just as good. Yeah. They, they can show that much. Yeah, yeah. That they can show the... The ingredients are there, but it's still so. Like I actually even had a conversation with this uh, seriously qualified person who was going, "How the fuck do you know?" Because I was telling him I have these big plans. He's going, "How the fuck you, do you know you can extract the uh, the vitamins? How do you know? How do you not know?" And he said, well, "Because it's really, really particular. In order to be able to take the to make the first of all that the mushrooms are digestible, yeah. and." On top of that, that they maintain the ingredients that give you the benefits. 
And, and where is the actual fucking proof that they all work? Because all of it but comes where from... where is the proof that it doesn't work? I mean, okay, have it. So, th- so that's why I wanted to... It, it, that's where I was. Right. I was kind of saying, well, if I can feel the benefits, that's enough for that's me. That's what I'm going to say. So that's then I, I went and purchased the best possible fucking ones that I could find. What ones did you get? These ones from... Now, I obviously had tried your man, Paul Stamets, uh, whatever they're called. His... Lion's Mane. Lion's Mane. But what's his brand? It's Host oh, Defense. Host Defense. Host Defense. And I tried those for a few months. And then I went and got these ones from China that you won basically with cordyceps grown in the Tibetan mountains. Wow. So it's the real deal. Okay. Cordyceps is too intense, I find. Well, it's funny. You see, you were obviously kind of... You were describing your... Where this the long story short, where I ended up was if you get eight hours sleep on a night, yeah. if you're eating half well, yeah. if you uh, uh, exercise, if you're exercising and you, ha- and you have friends and you have a social life, yeah. and you're and then a bonus is maybe you're doing a job that you love, yeah, yeah. A supplement really doesn't mean fucking anything. Maybe it's a percenter, no. that's but that was where I came from in the I going, maybe it's a percenter, no, and I'm not going. No. I could do a great job and just wait, wait uh, right. I could do a brilliant job marketing these things I could fucking get the, sell the benefits of this I could really really but will it actually make a difference has it really made a difference in my life not really that was my that's what I came All up right. with maybe I'm coming from someone who's ADHD mm-hmm. so for me to actually focus on something as an adult yeah I have supposedly all the traits of adult ADHD yeah um I find it difficult to focus. Okay. Like when I was doing, so I went back to university this year too. Yeah. Which is the biggest challenge that I've ever done because I never believed that I was capable of doing it because of the ADHD and the way I was in school and stuff yeah. like that. And I would study for exams and it would nearly break me or for papers, right? Yeah. I'm like, oh. But when I take Lion's Mane, if I've been taking it for like a couple of weeks and then I sit down to study, there is a marketable difference. There's that's, a marketable difference. That's your evidence. I and know, that's enough. And I notice my memory getting better so yeah. much so that I'm getting my mother to take the mushrooms. Like mm. a friend of mine, Adil, his friend has MS. Now I'm not I'm not a doctor. I don't know anything, so don't take this MS. <laughs> don't start in. Uh, and Adil really experiments. He's a very analytical and he's a very thorough person. I don't think I've ever met any anyone quite as thorough. Yeah. And He's he the guy his... you sent me on some of his research as well, I think, did you? He... You might have. Yes, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he's very smart. And uh, he got his friend to take double the lion's mane, which is the one for cognitive, and then the cordyceps, which is just a general reboost your whole body. Sort yeah. Of anti-inflammation, right? Yeah. And the guy, so the guy has to go in once a month to check scarring on his brain. I don't know how MS works, but the... M- Every month he has to go in to have a, an MRI or every two months. Yeah. And since he started on the double dose, two months later, the scarring stopped spreading in his brain. Mm. And that is factual. And that's not a deal. A deal wouldn't lie. He's just... Yeah, yeah. To a no, I, you see, that's the thing, though. I, I actually would... So do you think... I don't think that's bullshit. I'm just saying was for, I, I, for you, it's true. But and if you other people noticed true, the benefits, they, why did you stop? Because your brain started going, well, if the scientists say it's not no, real. No, no, no. The, the science did demonstrate something. But I had to be really honest with myself and go, now, is it the fact that I've taken these cordyceps or is it just the fact that I'm excited about the project of going and, and making... And, and Am I more excited about the project of doing these? Do they actually work? Do but, they make a difference to me running? 
and did they make a difference to me? Here's, I couldn't, I had taken it for two months and I couldn't mm. remember whether I had taken Lion's Mane or not. A couple of days in a row. I couldn't remember whether, have I taken them or not? I went, ah, here, this is supposed to improve cognitive ability and <laughs> I can't a, remember whether I fucking taken them or take, not. All right, so it takes a couple of months before it kicks So in. I had taken them for two months. I had taken them for a long time now. I bought, like I spent a lot of money on what them. difference did you notice from that I thought I noticed I feel like we're we're like I'm trying to sell it to you now. well <laughs> I don't know why I didn't to be honest with you like that's what I was trying to get across to you that I felt if I took an I could first of all I was kind of annoyed that I um, I couldn't remember whether I'd taken them or not a few days in okay, a row and okay. that was after a couple of months and I thought but that's I, being uh, human you know, yeah, yeah, maybe it is, but I thought it was kind of funny. Mm. If this is supposed to improve cognitive ability, and I can't remember whether I've taken them or not. I thought right, it was yeah. kind of funny. And then cordyceps, I, I thought maybe they're giving me a boost in running. But I think I was just excited about the project of maybe importing mushrooms in. So let, so let me, so you stopped because you had doubts about whether it was working or whether it was a placebo effect that was happening in your mind. I couldn't. I, here's you couldn't I separate. I couldn't go and invest money and start up a business in ah, terms of it of because I couldn't stand over. There's no way I could spend enough money to absolutely prove. And like I went around, like I spent three days in LA and mm. I didn't really go and explore LA. I stayed in the trade fair and I looked at fucking everything you know from better quality chocolate to better you know these chips that are made from bananas. That are all these things that are supposedly really healthy. Yeah. And I go to people and go, well, how do you know the active ingredients are preserved in this thing here? And they go, well, she talked to her MD. We don't really uh, no. And, and then I just thought, oh, what I got from this, and I haven't talked to a lot of people, was yeah. I went over there with a really open mind. Yeah. And I got the sense of humongous amount of marketing. Yeah. Like a humongous amount of marketing and bullshit and words. But, and and, and if, if, though, I could have got enough evidence for myself that I could say, well, look, this is true for me. Mm. But then I said to myself, right, the reality is we're like a fucking machine, a battery operated machine. We need to be charged. So you mm. need a full night's sleep or you're not going to work as well as sleep is paramount. You need good food to fuel your body. Yeah. You need fucking um, exercise because we're not born. This this thing is not supposed to sit at a desk. It sits at a desk every day, but it's not supposed to sit it's at a crazy, desk. It's crazy, isn't it? So, and it's supposed to be move, moving. Constantly. So Not walking to the car. Not walking to the car and not going to pick up the remote control. We're supposed to movement. And then social and then work, social that, you, work that you love. It's, and then I thought, well, to be honest with you, I need to fucking... For me, I, I don't think... Maybe a supplement can give you a one percenter on top mm. of all that. Mm. But if you have all that, first of all, that's free. And like things like... You take a cold shower, man. If you're feeling... You're transformed. You jump in the sea, you're fucking transformed. It's free. You, if mm. you are not feeling good, you've eaten bad food, intermittent fasting. Mm. And it's free. And I kind of... That's where I thought, well, I can't start a business on this thing then. No, you're right. Okay, okay. So that's where, that's where I was coming from more. Right. So. But the thing is, a lot of people need this stuff to get an edge in the business they're in. Uh, and when I say that, I say it like, for example, I have a friend, she's a lecturer in the north of Florida. Yeah. And I, can, I can't remember, Tallahassee? Tallahassee, that's it. Yeah. Tallahassee University. And I won't give her name or anything because it's a bit weird. But she was chatting to doctors and they all take performance enhancers. Yeah. All studying to be doctors, all studying to be lawyers, all studying to be that. They're on either... 
well not like lines mate but they'd be on the synthetic versions of yeah. them you know that way and you have to take them or else you can't compete within the market yeah alright so these things like you're saying that but you're looking at it in a wellness way and I'm that's looking in the a wellness way, way yeah. that's I mean the five things you just said there are the perfect sort of breakdown to how to live your life or was it four you know the exercise sleep uh, yeah, social, social yeah. and what was there was one other I think well I think if you have a horrible job but then that's going to affect you but yeah. it, I, this is for me yeah. a good night's sleep exercise food social and work and yeah. I think beyond that obviously then there's relationships and but even fucking that a relationship doesn't make you happy you need yeah. that there but so I suppose that's what I just thought it's a I can't go down the road of saying uh, I can't go selling something yeah okay so that's the point that so was it's about the from. marketable side of it uh, yeah. i'm looking at more the personal side so of it could actually make a difference and, you well, know, would you keep taking them personally then or i'm curious about the uh, one thing you said when you said about lion's mane that if you weren't if you didn't have a project to focus on then yeah. you focus on the wrong things i'm curious about that yeah because i did find at the start i, f- I found it an adjustment period of a week almost from yeah. lion's mane that it was kind of I realised that you could go down rabbit holes. Yes, yes. And it wasn't good necessarily. No, 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 no. So, uh, so it obviously did. It's not like there were nothing. They obviously yeah. had some sort of an impact, you know? Yeah, well, I think another thing I heard is that you need to be... Because what it does is it re-sparks neurotransmitters, right? That's what it says that it does. So yeah. if you don't use new parts of your brain, if you're not studying something new, you're not igniting neurotransmitters yeah. anyway. And so therefore there's less for it to build on. Yeah. Well, if you come and you're like, okay, this is a new subject. I'm going to read a book that I haven't read before about something that I'm not comfortable with. So my brain has to sort of kick in. Yeah. And you're on the lion's mane. Then it's just like giving it, it's like a uh, nitrous in a car. You know, you just give it a boo, little. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But you see, I don't but know the, but yet. But I'm the thing is, you Let's see, see how it works with my mother. <clears throat> yeah, I'd so be interested if, if you don't say anything to her, though. What do you mean? Well, you see, because... Because you think it'll work like a placebo. Well, I just think, like, I gave them to my mother. They're the same, like, I gave them to my mother. And she goes, yeah, no, I think, I think I'm feeling, I'm just going to make. How long have we been here? I don't know. Um, The red dot is still on. And the red dot's off. Uh, Here's a fact, right? Right. If you take fucking, if you take a psychedelic. Mm. And that's a, a psychedelic grown of the earth. You take a magic mushroom. Yeah. Man, you're going to know about it. Yes, you They are. definitely work. Yes, and they, they have do. a boom. <laughs> you, I mean, you're, you're going to know work. about there it. You and so there's no denying. Whether that, you want to or not. Yeah, yeah, and whatever is happening with that particular substance, it's it's a reaction. And it's mm. clear. Now, obviously, supplements are way more. They're a food. And you digest them. And the, I just kind of wanted something more blatant that I could hand in heart say, yeah, that has made a positive difference in my life. Now right. you have you have a good example. Even if I had one or two of those that I found myself, but then you see, it's very hard to kind of as well say here's the before, here's the after, because it's hard to remember. You almost take for granted the changes. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But then, like, so you're living pretty healthily. On top yeah, of that, well, not the last few months I've been eating rubbish, but okay. generally, yes. Yeah. Generally, I eat very healthy. Mm. Well, this is what I was going to say you know your five changes yeah. those well, five, five things, things in life that well, are free yeah you sort of learned those over the last few years of exploration right yeah I have yeah so it took a lot of time to figure that out well I suppose that it did yeah that I realised there's a quick fix of a supplement's not going to do the job even mm. if it's marketed beautifully and looks lovely because mm. really all those things are I like the idea that something is free 
mm. and that it's there already and, and, it, can it, and it can benefit you. Like the intermittent fasting, I notice it and it's free like. Yeah. But then it's pain. Nobody wants the pain and the hardship of it. It's like, the quick gratification people are yeah. looking for. Yeah, well, I'm looking give me for that too. Give me, yeah. me, give me a cup of coffee <laughs> in the morning time. Set me free. Um... I think it's great as well that these things are all happening. You know, that we're talking about this sort of stuff, that this is happening. And Do you think it's an age thing, though? Do you think it's just our age? No, I don't. I think it's a younger thing now is happening as well. I think just the dialogue is there mm. for, like, expansion and growth of person. And I think well, people are starting to view the world in a different perspective. Unfortunately, the majority of people are still living, like... Because it's easier just to not question. Yeah. Because, look... I find this, that when I really start to question the things, it gets worse for a while, you know, the way, yeah. like I question my existence and I question who I am and what I'm doing at the age of 37 and where I am compared to where I pictured myself being, right? Yeah. And so once you start questioning those things, you have to question them if you want to change the way you're going to live your life, right? Mm. But a lot of people are like, no, 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 it's fine the way it is. But well, I don't know how a lot of people are, though. I mean, it's. A, I, I think a lot of people are that. Well, I, because I, mean, I bring up these subjects with a lot of people, and you can just see them like, oh, well, but you here see, Dylan goes again, talking about something depressing and bad. And it's like, but you have to face that. But they don't have to face up. anything, though. Why? Why? Do, no, but I, I question in my head, like, okay, and maybe this is just because of the way we are. But I couldn't imagine not questioning it. Do you know that way? Well, you see, misery, though, is a great fucking way to force you. <laughs> I suppose it is. You know what I mean? I mean, it's well, if you're tipping along and you're happy out, and you're you're not going, oh, well, uh, how do I make this situation a little bit better? And you could say the great gift in life is unhappiness because it forces change. Mm. One way or another, it forces you into a a, a change. No, I way you look like at those other people, and I wish I was ignorant as fuck. Yeah. I really do. Well, they fucking happen. But you, you never know some people and you go, <sighs> do you? I never fucking bothered wondering about other people. It's no, yeah, like, you're right. You're I just right. think everybody is, we're all fucked like, one way or another. We are all fucked. The steeples like. are burning down. Fact, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was. Do you know what I mean by we're all fucked like? I, I mean, I don't yeah. know how people, I just don't know how anybody does Exists. their thing. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, everybody yeah. does their thing. And I just think, I, I, yeah, I have no clue. Leave that. them to it. But okay, yeah. so let's say... No, I have no business. It's none of my business. And maybe, and maybe this is, uh, and if it's uh, a, a new point you don't want to speak about, fair enough. But when you look at your children then, all yeah. right? So they're an extension of you. Yeah. But they are their, their own person. Their own human being. So yeah. how do you look at them with that perspective? Do you want them to be questioning? Or do you want them just to be that ignorant person who can just, oh, geez, I, just want them, I want them to ha be happy enough. Happy yeah, enough. Happy enough. enough. Oh yeah, fuck man. If they're happy enough and they're... I do want them to to fulfill their potential, whatever that is. I don't want okay, them to be that's afraid. That's a very important word. But you see, an awful lot. You see, I, you even don't like want one. You have to be afraid. What? You have to be afraid. I don't want the fear to stop them. There, that's it. Okay. And so huge. then I can keep an eye on that while they're a certain age. But Learn then, to control their fear. But then you think, uh, well, I don't know if you can control the fear, but you can allow you can uh, you can allow it not to stop you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You can not even you. Hopefully, if you get lucky, you can. You, it might not stop you. That you can yeah. do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. do whatever that's you, and the bring the fear lesson. with you. Mm. How do you possible. teach that to a kid? Like, how do you? You, you true example. So first of all, I, I, I think example is the only way. But I think you be there, like what Dylan was doing. Um, this football. Great name. It's a great name. Great name. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a great name. <laughs> 
great history to it. It's great, great artistic history. Um, yeah, good old Thomas. Yeah. Bob. Um, I think uh, Jim was doing this thing, football thing and when you went there the first time you could see he was just totally, it was too much for him. It was a new football thing. Mm. It was too much for him and he just totally didn't express himself. And so then luckily he got a second chance but he still has that thing of not expressing himself and then you kind of wonder, well, he's afraid of mm. fucking up. Yeah. And so I can't, I have to be careful because I have a real strive and oh, he fucking needs to be his best and fulfil his potential. And, yeah, yeah. Rah, rah, rah. and sure, hopefully all you can do is try and be there and not be that dickhead. I, don't, I actually don't know. I actually don't well, know what you can do. I don't know what you can do. It's a balancing act because you do know. need to instill that in him also, but it's about not forcing anything upon him, right? Yeah. Because it's that's not a bad thing to force it into him. Strive forward, work hard, you know? Yeah. It's just about the balance. And maybe some people just aren't like that, you know. Some people. Well, maybe that's exactly right, though. Some people yeah. are not like that. I mean, you don't choose to be the way you are. You are the way you are, don't you? Well, are that's you? the nature versus nurture thing. I believe mostly in nurture, but that there is a, a certain amount. I heard a psychologist say one time. I was listening to some lecture somewhere. It wasn't Jordan Peterson. I mean, up. He's the one I usually go to. Yeah. But that there's a set amount of personalities deep within your hippocampus, right down in the bottom of your brain, right. Yeah. And that when you're born, there's those sort of five options. And based upon different events that happen to you in the first month or two or three or four of your life, one of those personalities will emerge as the strongest. Okay. So, like, some people are just going to be introverted, you know? Yeah. Some people are going to be extroverted. And it's about learning to deal with your way of handling that. But that's then that's always the clash because you as an adult, say you've made it in the world, right? Yeah. And you got out and you worked hard and that's how you made it in the world. That's how you see the right way to be in the world, right? Yeah. So then, like us, like questioning the world is the right way to be. Understanding the philosophy of I life. I'd say there's no other way for me. I wouldn't say it's the right way to be. Well, there's, there's no, no other, other way. way. Yeah. Okay, so how do you instill that into someone if that doesn't just doesn't work for them? And I think that's maybe where the clash between parents. I comes think that's in. where you just lead, or you do, or you try and fucking find your own bit of peace, and maybe that mm. peace will spread, or maybe it fucking won't. I don't know. I was going to say something there that went out of my head. But. Yeah, but then you have people like, you know, Robin Williams who are tormented their entire lives, but they yeah. spread joy to everyone. Yeah. So, like, at what point does he sacrifice his own happy... Or, like, when does he stop sacrificing his own happiness in order to please others and just to please himself? You know that way? It never stopped with them. And they say that those people who actually just live their life to please other people actually become iller quicker. Because they don't take care of their own sort of situation. Yeah. How do you get the balance? Well, you see, like the bringing thing up though, children is like bringing up a time bomb. The, this is a negative yeah. viewpoint that I have at the moment, which I'm yeah. just sort of going through. Because obviously, I'm getting involved with a woman who has a child, yeah. and maybe there's a huge amount of anxiety on me at the moment. Like, how can I? I mean, you know, some days I don't know who I am. You know, I don't know how to get through the day. So, how am I supposed to be able to instill a life of? But I don't think you can, though. I don't think you can instill anything on anybody. That's way too much pressure. Maybe but you, that's you can get out of the fucking way. Like the, 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 yeah, actually, that's probably the best parenting advice ever is get out of the way. Uh, and that's not even advice, but I'm saying that to myself now. Mm. Then because I, when you were talking about nature and nurture, I used to say to myself this idea that, say, if a kid is like a plant, right? Mm. And the plant is there grown, and if that fucking plant gets loads of... Uh, light it should grow 
to be whatever the fucking plant is supposed to be. Right? Yeah. But if, say there's weeds growing around it. Yes. Uh, and that's not strong enough to survive on its own. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a stoner conversation. But say, no, it's so not. that means you need, you, need, you need to take the weeds away for because the plant can't survive on its own. You need okay. to take the weeds away. If there's things blocking the light getting in, you could be that fucking thing blocking the light. You need to get out the way. To, make to sure somehow... Yeah, kids. Uh, yeah, that's I think a, that's a beautiful metaphor. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you have to make it true for yourself, though, too. Like, uh, and that's what you kind of always. I think all you can do is try to weed the garden. Try to weed the garden. Yeah. I fucking love that, Frank. Well, it, the you know when you were talking about the, the few things come into my mind. You know that we were talking about the different personalities there. What struck me was mm. in one psychedelic experience that I had, mm. I literally somehow was able to take out like a choir of voices in my mm. head and oh. this was this relation this was my father this is my mother this was this grand and almost and was kind of who's this gnarling who's this gnarling voice who's who's the gnarling voice that keeps going mar, 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 you're not you're not good you're enough, not good enough. enough you're not good enough. who is that one and it was kind of like oh that's that person it was an auntie yeah. it was the same voice as the auntie and then then we did a, I did a round table going can we all agree we don't need that voice anymore? This was during the experience. Brilliant. Can we all agree we don't need this anyway? <laughs> no, do you know what that is though? I, I just think it's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So within schema therapy, right, right. there's different uh, ways, which is a type of um, psychological therapy. Within each person, right, you have different mm -hmm. modes. So you have like the um, healthy adult is the mode that you want to be, right? Yeah. And then you have things like the, uh, you see, I used to know these so well. I need to get back to them so I can identify them. Then you have like like the tormented child, the angry child. Then mm -hmm. you have like the domineering parents and stuff like that, right? And so they're, I can't remember the definitions of them. I don't know why. I will the next time. Yeah. So what you were basically doing there is what they do in therapy, right? Because right. I mode flip continuously, right? And this is when I'm in therapy that's what I'm aiming to do is mm. to stop the mode flipping from like the angry child to the what's it the detached child which is the one that I go to most that's mm. the one who is an addict you know mm. I'm going to detach from the world by smoking marijuana or by playing computer games or by looking in my phone all of the time yeah and then you'll start to notice like if you start to really figure out these different modes you'll start to see them in people when they're doing different things mm. right so we all have these modes but the majority of people level off at the healthy adult right so that's when maybe not us so that's when say you make a mistake the healthy adult is your part of the brain that goes like hey that's cool you know you made a mistake you'll mm -hmm. move on and you'll get something else right so most people will click into the healthy adult because yeah. they've learned that as they were growing up but then there's other parts of us that go like the fuck man i made a oh god damn it i made a mistake right and that's mm -hmm. an angry child right and so once yeah. you actually get into this therapy and you're moving along with it which i'm definitely going to get back to even just to understand the inner workings of human beings you start to be able to pick out these different modes right mm. and that's the point you do these writing exercises in cbt cognitive behavioral therapy where you start to identify the modes so that in those situations you can go back to the healthy adult instead of falling into those modes so a long story short what you did on that trip mm. is you were basically figuring out those different modes within your brain mm. but giving them the different personality of your family because that's where you learned those modes right yeah 
And so the undisciplined child to the detached child to the angry child could have been some of those people. But then you've also got the domineering parent. There's the one parent, the way it works, I can't remember exactly, is that, um, that you know, there's that, you're a piece of shit, you're a piece of shit. That's someone else who, you know, had been absconding you or giving out to you as an, uh, yeah. when you were a child. And you just held on to that. There's that, you're a piece of shit, or then there's that one when you finish it. How can you think that's good enough? You know? Yeah. How do you even believe that you can do something like that? You know, yeah. that way? That's a different mode as well, right? Yeah. So it's the difference of separating them. And what you were doing in your trip is following a very complicated psychological process, but doing it naturally with your own mind. It's, it's, it's fucking mad, though, isn't and it? That the, the fact that you banned like that. that. Did you... Did you well, there was, a, there was a board meeting, and we, <laughs> we voted that voice out. And did that make a difference in your life afterwards? Did you notice that that voice wasn't as strong? I don't know, man. I, I think know. maybe that it probably did. It could have. It's an interesting story anyway, but I don't it's know. It's an amazing story. Yeah, I don't know if it's... Um... I'll send you on the stuff about that schema, and you can see if yeah. you can pick out the different characters based on those uh, that list. Yeah, it could be, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I think it was a really interesting thing that, uh, to, to be able to pinpoint what the fuck that, that voice was. That's amazing. I thought that was... And, th- and that is, but then that's the psychedelic is a bit mad like yeah, that it could do yeah. something like that. Well, know? that's what they say. Ayahuasca is like fifteen years of therapy, man. Well, yeah. no, taking one big ayahuasca trip is like a year of therapy. Mm. So what I would recommend to people who go to do ayahuasca is do therapy for like three months, good therapy, not some cheap sort of counselor where you go and you give them whatever money you have, pay eighty mm. euros a week, go to someone who does CBT, <gasps> do it for two months just before you go to do ayahuasca because yeah. then you're asking yourself the correct questions when you get there so that when you get there you're not going because when you do ayahuasca or some sort of psychedelic you should have an intention right you've learned that as well yeah. so like you go I want to figure out why this is happening why do I keep blah 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 why do I keep blah 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 and you kind of repeat that so then when you get into the actual trip that's where your brain focuses mm. and that's the mushrooms just bring it all up to the surface or whatever Yeah. so I figure like a lot of the time, if I'd have gone done ayahuasca and I hadn't done therapy before, I'd have been looking in the wrong places. Now, it would have brought me to the correct place, mm. but it would have been a couple of steps that I would have had to get through. And so my entire time tripping would have just been bringing me to the point where I entered because I'd done therapy before. Mm. Right? So when I entered my ayahuasca trip, I'd already got to this point. Yeah. So I knew exactly what I wanted to look for. And then I, of course, opened up new questions. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's incredible stuff, man. Well, it's mad that it's such substance that is available that can have the impact that it's had on you. Like, I mean, the fact that you, you had one, whatever, it was a week away, but that you uh, give up no cigarettes, smoke cigarettes, I think is fucking huge. That it, it got you to look at your drinking habits. Um, you cut them out, your food habits. Yeah, I think uh, I think it, there's nothing quite like it. There's nothing like it in the world. I yeah. remember talking to somebody about it and kind of said that, say, the thing about therapy is that maybe you can you know, be once removed from things that you're doing badly. Mm. Whereas, you know, you can kind of go, oh, well, that's what I would do over there. Mm. But you ha- you live it in ayahuasca. So yeah. you live what you're doing to your body um, through smoking or yeah. whatever. You you actually can't avoid, there's no There's nice no feeling. getting away. Yeah, it's no not like it leaves, you with, it leaves you with a severe warning. But the hard do. thing is that a lot of the messages are metaphorical. So yeah. you get a lot of metaphorical que- uh, answers, mm. which you have to then decipher over the next year. Like a lot of the stuff that happened to me in ayahuasca, yeah. I didn't figure out what it meant till like a year later. 
Because I was like, oh, that's, of course that's what I fucking, you know, that sort of thing. But they strongly later. kind of say, or they say there should be an integration period after taking. Yeah, uh, they definitely should. You should definitely chill out. Yeah, when you were saying that there now, but, uh, I I remember having, say things like when we were doing with Go Live, mm. I remember going, oh, fuck, I, I saw this in the ayahuasca trip. Mm. Like, I, I had umpteen amount of things like that, just say a day before, just like a deja vu, but in mm. my mind was, oh, I saw that in a, in, in a trip a year previous, yeah. where time and space collapsed into... <laughs> well, like, it was visions. Uh, uh, I have a good few examples, but there's not, they're not provable. But that I could see, and, and I've they're seen... They're not provable. What do you well, mean by Well, that? for me, they're provable. So I can't matter, of, then. I can't turn them into matter. I don't really care about see. proving it, though. Okay, so they're not provable. But then why would you say it? Why would I say what? They're not provable to other human beings. Well, it sounds, uh, when I say it out loud that I saw things about the future in an ayahuasca trip, it sounds yeah. fucking out there. I don't, I mean. I wouldn't doubt it. But for me, it's true. But did you, know? you make that reality then? Do you know that way? So, like, you saw them in the future because you've seen it in the past in your trip, and therefore you put the wheels in motion that would have led you to the point. I don't know. Where what you had in your ayahuasca trip came true. I don't know. Man, I saw some stuff. I saw some stuff. And then I studied Jordan Peterson and the stuff that I had seen, this is before I got into Peterson. So mm. I had my ayahuasca trip in October. I got into Peterson in December. And then halfway through studying his, um, well, actually it's about three or four lectures in on shamanism and stuff. Mm. And I read all the papers that were associated with his lectures, you know, mm. the ones that you could find on the website. Yeah. And it was talking yeah. about sacrifice and how sacrifice was one of the biggest things that we found out. Yeah. Right, because in the past before we didn't know how to articulate sacrifice right so sacrifice is I'm not going to drink for this month because I have a really big uh, competition at the end of the month yeah. right? I sacrifice my um, instant gains or instant pleasures for a bigger goal that's going to happen at the end of it all yeah. right? and that took thousands of years for us to be able to articulate right? Yeah. so before we were able to articulate it back in the old days we would burn animals right? Yeah. sacrificing like in the old oh, sort of way, is a an act of the mental process that we now understand to be, you know, keeping it until later. You yeah. Know that way. But we weren't able to say that or process that properly back then because we were still developing as human beings. But it got so distorted and manipulated by the church. Well, so everything gets distorted. But it really did, though. That if if what you were saying there, because mm. it really resonates. This idea, it's like this out of comfort zone. We seek comfort. But actually, it's in the discomfort of being hungry for a few hours mm. or having a cold shower or yeah. fucking running and exercising, whatever the fuck. In that discomfort, it's the same as sacrifice, I think. Is that exactly. Much? Yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think that's really fucking interesting. Yeah. I had visions of sacrifice all over the shop because yeah. I used to always be just give me weed, give me drink, give me whatever it is, give me sleep, give me computer games. You know? Yeah. And I saw all of these sacrifices happening and I was like, why is everything, every every trip I had, I was kneeling in front of a well, fire. It's, it's fucking earn it though, isn't yeah. it? It's like uh, yeah. when you when you stay off the booze for a month and say you have a big occasion planned or there's a big lads get together or yeah. there's a big... And so you'll enjoy it more. You fucking will. And having it all the time, you don't enjoy the shit. You just take it totally for granted. And it, it is in the sacrifice. It, it, sacrifice is not the right word, but it is in that mm. discomfort or putting it off. You appreciate everything. It's so the then have the video games, have the fucking weed session. If you can somehow 
stop. A stop. Yeah. Yeah. And that it doesn't kickstart a yeah. whole. Well, um, if we're going in a loop now, just to loop us back to the carbs thing we were yeah. talking at the beginning, yeah. it's the same with the carbs. If I tell people, listen, man, don't eat bread, don't eat pasta for a month, they go like, Oh, it's like they're having like like the sunlight has come in and they're a vampire right and it's like look man if you sacrifice this for two months you'll lose all that weight that you keep complaining about right yeah. you'll have more energy throughout the day yeah sacrifice it for a little bit but people are scared to sacrifice it because they're like Which, but that's what people do they eat bread and pasta well but just but that thing doesn't is, mean man, people see, are right. I want to actually now give up toast no, do it I want to give up toast but toast and butter man if I can give it up, I might give it up for a month. I'll give it up for a month. All carbs for a month. See what happens. All, what do you mean all carbs? You mean potatoes? I mean fucking everything, yeah. And then you look at every package you get. And anyone <laughs> out there, look at every package you get in the shops. Now. Yeah. They all have carbohydrates in it. I mean, if you're cutting out mm. carbs and you have to look at every packet and just not eat it. Everything you have, every single thing, go into a supermarket. Every single thing was like carbohydrates of which sugars. Everything. And it's poison. But so have you... Do you think, though... I I think by give, you giving up carbohydrates... Because there's a huge amount of evidence as well about carbohydrates mm. affecting your brain and your focus. Yeah, yeah. That you don't then have the kind of... The, the spikes during the day. Yeah. Do you not think that that has really helped your focus? I'm not taking away from the supplements. No, but because it, I've been eating carbs since I started taking the mushrooms. Okay. This year I've been off. Remember I told you? Yeah. That I, Because I... I, I I fell back into weed for a month. Okay. And while I was a month. on the, Yeah. Oh, a month. That's what I mean. That's what I mean with me. I can't... I can't touch it. Yeah. Because, like, I went, yay, I got a good, clear diagnosis. Like, the first half of it in the January. I'll have a joint just to celebrate. And then, literally, a month later, my girlfriend was calling me from Manchester going, like, you have to call me. Like, this okay. is weird. So you just can't like, smoke it then? I can't go near it because, like, I will literally disappear, and then she doesn't hear from me for three days, and she's like, "And what do you can I can talk about? What are you computer games? Yeah. Really? Oh, what whatever. game are you playing? Just about, At the moment, Dark yeah. Souls. Dark Souls. The original has been remastered. It's like okay. one of the hardest games out there. It's unbelievable. And, and so, and so, you've got the player big, got the, big the big bag, and not now. No, no, gone. no, I've nothing there. Yeah. But like, oh, but man, when I, you were doing it, just when you were, in I had the a friend. I, I met this guy flukely who was helping me out and he stopped helping me out because I, me- I messed him up in there but the guy was getting the best marijuana in the world right the bet like like the other week when did I stop about three weeks ago but I got this stuff called Cali right you pay a hundred euros for like three okay. and a half grams but it's like THC levels of like 28% right but like regular THC levels are like 15% and your mind is blown so okay. this stuff you're just gone right it's gone it's gone. And, I, <laughs> and that's what I like because I'm yeah. just gone. Right. And I'm no, I don't communicate. I'm bad with my family. And then after about a month, I start realizing because I did that for years. And then yeah. I start going like, because I can't think and like I can't process stuff properly. Oh, fuck that then. So when work comes up, I'm just like, oh, you know, I can't be arsed. Well, normally if work comes along, I'm like, let's fucking do this shit. Yeah. You know? And then I stop calling my girlfriend. I stop seeing my family. I just start sitting in. I start ordering every day, just like burgers and okay. fucking shit. So it's not like for me, I just smoke and then that's the problem. Yeah. Everything breaks down. My social life breaks down. Yeah. My eating habits break down. I don't exercise. Yeah. Right? I don't such. So all the five things that we were talking about, they all go out the window if I have yeah. one joint. For the good times. For yeah. one joint. 
Fucking hell. So that's why I can't. I'm always kind of um, uh, interested in see when I see the. Uh, you see the, the lads, the likes of Joe Rogan and mm. all that crew smoking a humongous amount of weed mm. every day. Mm. How the fuck did they function in They the don't world? function as well as they would do without it. Well, they gave it up for, uh, I for saw a someone, month. For a month. And, and, they, he, and Rogan uh, couldn't sleep. And Rogan was saying that I, I, he was a worse, he's not a nice person. No. On, off no, the he's weed. not. Because he, he hasn't learned to regulate his emotions since he was 20-something because he uses the marijuana as a regulator for his emotions. Okay. So I do the same thing. If I smoke marijuana, I was always considered quite cool because I wouldn't react to people. I would just be quiet and just like, hmm. Yeah. You know? But I didn't realize people thought I was stupid as well, but I didn't know that. So. Yeah. But when I'm not smoking, I'm always... I dated a girl in school, no word of a lie, 17. And then she goes to me and we dated for a month and then broke up. Do you remember that way you used to do that, Jen? Oh, and then stop. We went so back many women, man. Go on. Yeah. And then we went That's back out, out, another podcast. Went out for uh, another month, a, a year later. And then I was like, because I was talking to her about smoking weed then. She's like, you smoke a lot of weed. And I was like, yeah, sure. I was stoned every day of our last, the last time I was with you. And she's like, oh, that explains it. And I was like, didn't you notice? And she's like, no, nah, I just thought you were a bit stupid. <laughs> and I was really? like, oh, right. Okay. I don't think anybody that I would know that know you would ever use that word. Yeah, but for you, like, uh, just to, as a, an interesting at thing. At that point, a lot of my friends would be easily, you know, we'd all be in the same sort of level of intelligence. Yeah, well, I'm saying you'd be, you'd, I would say that you'd err on the, in your ability to consume information, that you would err on the more uh, intelligent side than Thank on you. the, um, no, not at all. You said I was really slim there, so I thought it paid back. All right. <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> you said I was fresh. You said I was really, yeah. Um, well thank you you. well I do have a high intelligence which means but then you know then you hear fucking Jordan Peterson like I have 147 when I did it when I was 15 147 IQ yeah fuck but that's on the it's it's very high on the that's the the Weschler intelligence scale right right that's a combination of a whole load of different tests that they put together yeah and I scored 147 as a kid 150 is genius and the average is between 80 and 120 yeah, and like if you're in one three two, you're going to Harvard, you know. Right. So I I had a very very high IQ. Yeah, um, I'm not surprised by that. Fuck one four seven, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but my fiscal intelligence is one three two at the moment. What's fiscal intelligence? All right, so you have two types of intelligence. You have your fiscal or your fluid intelligence, mm-hmm. which is the the speed in which your neurotransmitters connect with each other, and therefore okay. how quickly you can figure something out, right? Yeah. And then you have your I keep forgetting the name of this. I think it's composite intelligence. Uh, but that's completely wrong. I know. I know it's wrong. But your other type of intelligence, which um, which is the gathered information that you have over your, the course of your life. Right? Okay. So when That's you your, do your hard drive. Yeah, yeah. So when you do a a, a vegetable inte- oh, and your fluid intelligence decreases as soon as you hit your like twenty four. Starts okay. going down, right? Yeah. For the rest of your life, it'll yeah, go no, down. it has to be going down. And that's yeah. why forty-three. That's why that lion's mane is supposedly good because it'll keep them sort of. Okay. But your other intelligence stays the same. That's why young kids can think quick and move fast on their feet. But they haven't got the shared, pardon me, the gain knowledge of life experience. Okay. Okay. So your fluid intelligence test is, it, or your vegetal intelligence scale is the scale that registers your intelligence. That's a combination of both. Mm-hmm. So you do all these different tests that combines the two of them. But you can do a thing called uh, progressive matrices. What's his name? Raven's progressive matrices, which is just like a way of testing your fluid intelligence. 
okay. which is much quicker and much easier to do. You don't need a professional to do it to you. You could do it on the internet. Okay. And you can figure out your fluid intelligence. So mine's 132, which is still pretty high. Yeah. When I was 147, high, yeah. I'd be in like the top 2% of the world. Yeah. In terms of IQ. But the really shit thing is, generally IQ is a very, within Western society, now this is very important, within Western society is a predictor of success. Mm. So the higher your IQ is, your chances of success within Western society basically can be measured against that yeah uh however with me i use my iq to destroy my own mind for a long time right so i i'm not a very successful individual which is counterintuitive to what my iq says like mm. i should be extremely successful uh based on those sort of things yeah. but the other thing that really helps contribute to uh, a success is conscientiousness being organized and diligent did you do fucking your man's a test online I didn't do it okay. I didn't do it because I was scared because I know that my conscientiousness will be down here my uh, my fucking artistic side things will be up here yeah why didn't uh, you do it I got afraid I got afraid I'm you gonna do it the truth like I did it and what is yours are you conscientious I think I, all I know is what about neurotic one, one thing everything was fine some high some low conscientious I'm sure was good but mm. I know that in organisation which you can fucking tell from my room there's one thing about the ability to live in chaos mm. uh, sign of a very high IQ by the way Frank well so I was down in the fucking uh, in the, I actually did it again because I looked at it going that can't be true mm. That's, in other words that I can arrive at my desk and my desk can be absolute uh, I can leave it as a mess and I won't even notice it I just keep on doing my job or whatever but it was down like in I was in the one one percent right so which means like total chaos right which kind of made me and then i, I did it, i actually did it again under a different email address because you can't repeat it yeah i, I heard and, that yeah it went to 12 percent. but then i knew you see so yeah, the truth so you is were probably doing different i was changing it to, that's to make why it they nice. say you should just do it once yeah because you'll alter it yourself to suit yourself i didn't do that one i did do the self-altering and i'm doing it a second time now okay uh, self-authoring, I think, is paramount for most people. I think the self-authoring thing is very good, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. For, especially for processing older information. I find that part very difficult to pass. Yeah, I'm actually bursting to go to the fucking toilet now. I All keep right. talking. Yeah. So what, will, yeah. we, will we finish up? We should. We'll, we'll finish mean, up. We could talk like this for we'll days. Fucking hell, I'd say we're going... I, I assume that... that feels we're... like hours, man. I don't know. I don't think it is hours, but it could be, it could be a little bit. Thank you. No worries, Frank. I'm going, to, I'm going to turn it off. Yeah. And All right. Open the windows, but I think it looks like the green light is still on. So, so it's I, still live. Anyone watching? Anyone? I haven't a clue. No idea. Two hours. Two. Oh, it no. was easy. Two hours. Yeah, two man. hours. Actually, I do you know what I'm doing? I'm doing this control K thing. There was an evolution. Oh, what's that? 